Howard Stern. Show note, whoever's in charge around here, uh, clearly I'm not. Let me know when the song starts, you know, the at the beginning of the show. Because I don't know that the audience wants to sit through the whole song. Um, our setup is one where I don't know what's on the air until I get on the air. You know what I mean? Uh, how you doing, Robin? What's going on over there? I'm good. Oh, I see you struggling with your drink, your refreshment. Yeah, I got the wrong top, so. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I see Robin uh, wrestling with this uh, big, giant, I don't know, what is that, a 42 ounce? What is that? Big uh, I think it's 22. 22 ounce? What are you drinking? What do you got there? Water. Oh, water. You you water have a cup. straw and a sippy cup. I mean, what? What you, you have like a... <laughs> 7-Eleven cup or something. Where do you get that? Where do you get your water cup? I I ordered it off Amazon, I'm sure. Can I see it? I mean, I'm curious what you're drinking out of. Sure, but yeah. What, oh, what I do see. You, you can't see inside. It's got all this tinsel or something wrapped around it. Where are your glasses? No glasses today? I've been running around because uh, I have these cats that I'm trying to get used to each other, and it's not working. And so I was cleaning urine all morning. And uh, so I forgot my glasses. I'll get them shortly. You're telling me your cats were pissing on each other because they're not getting along? Or, oh, they were spraying. Spray. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had that issue with Walter. But Beth got it under control. You, you should talk to her about it. Really? She has a solution yeah. to this? Well, she figured out what was bothering them and then separated and blue, blue, blue. And we put up a little well, gate. Now... My house is like a maze now. I got to tell you. So <laughs> when Beth figures out that something's going on with the cats, like Walter uh -huh. was getting upset, so he'd spray. So first, like, we have to section them off from room. So now everywhere I walk in my house has like these gates, like kid <laughs> gates, you know, what you put up for right. toddlers. And then because cats can jump, now we're devising gates with magnets. And so like... I'll, like in the middle of the night, I'll go downstairs to get something to eat or something or water or whatever. Uh -huh. and, and and every night it's the same. I go, I'm cock blocked everywhere I go. Cock blocked. <laughs> cock blocked. <laughs> I start Can yelling. Can you find your way back? <laughs> There's one whole section of my house. Not only are the cats blocked off, but I can't figure out how to get in and out easily, especially if I'm <laughs> carrying some bags or some th right. items. So like I'm constantly, like, how am I going to get downstairs? How do I get around the gates? Maybe if I put my stuff down on the floor, open the gates, and they can go through. Or I go insane. But I'll tell you what. I'm going to start spraying now because I'm going to start <laughs> peeing right on the ground whenever I hit one of these gates. And I don't want to say anything to Beth because she's like, well, I solved the problem. Walter's not spraying. And I want to go, yeah, but I can't. I built a house that I can't. I can't. I can't function. I can't walk freely. <laughs> you can't walk through. And like a lot of parts of my house have like wide stairwells, you know, yeah. very gone with the wind, wide stairwell. And then so they, we have to build a special wide gate. You can't just buy one. Uh... And uh, so and, and then you walk in the house and it looks like um, it looks like a tenement apartment. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah, everything is all sectioned off. Into different apartments. 
Yeah, but I'm afraid to like say something to Beth because she'll be like, well, okay, I'll take down the gates and you know, then we'll have throw up and spray and. <laughs> yeah, it's one or the other. You can't have cats yeah. and, and, uh, you know, these two cats who've been living alone, you know, with each other, they, you know, they, they were fine. And then I tried to add another cat and now that cat has lived. It was Leroy. I was trying I to get Leroy. him to live. Yeah. To live here. And uh, he, it, it just wasn't working out. I mean, it's yeah. been three weeks. And well, what you have to morning, do, what? let me advise you. What you need to do okay. is uh, set up an obstacle course in your house. <laughs> My house has to be an yeah. obstacle course. Yeah, you talk to Beth. I'm telling you, she'll solve it, but your house <laughs> will never be the same. I mean, you, it's going to look like a maze where a rat lives. <laughs> but it works. And, you know, we, we love our cats, so we, we make the sacrifice. We do. I love Walter. He's my boy. He just has an issue. You know, somebody declawed him. Somebody, you know, they, they his right. teeth were rotten, he, so he had to take out his teeth. And like he's just—he has like, no he, defenses, right? Yeah. Right. So he sprays. Well, these cats have all these defenses, and they still mm. do. Uh, you got to, you got to talk to Beth. She'll get that house in order. Send her a floor uh, plan. Yeah, she'll send a, me some gates. <laughs> yeah, you know, you need these gates. They don't work. <laughs> they can't get to each other. Uh, oh my god it's crazy but you know what are you gonna do you gotta do it it's like having a uh, it's having a rogue family member you know you, <laughs> you're a little annoyed with them but you can't just throw them out of the family that's right that's what yeah. i said i gotta figure this out and so i think the bathroom is going to become his room i'll tell you remember when i first hired fred and i had to put up <laughs> gates because he sprays <laughs> that's right fred didn't know where to go <laughs> Speaking of Fred, man, this is going to solidify. You know, I love Fred. I've been working with Fred now of like almost 35 years or something. Oh, it's more than that, Howard. More than with you. But Fred's the, yeah, the first guy I ever worked with. We're over 40. It's more yeah. than 35. I might know Fred 45 years, met him when he was a young man in Hartford, but boy, is he a weirdo. So I hear through the grapevine, not through the grapevine, through uh, John Lieberman, who hosts the show here on Howard 100, oh. you know. Like where he does a close-up look at stuff. And yeah. uh, he discovered that uh, the Elvis that married Ronnie in Vegas married for, when Fred decided to get remarried in Vegas. You know, yeah, like uh, renew oh, his vows. renewal, a vow renewal ceremony? Yeah, who, he had a vow renewal. Who even knew he had a vow renewal service? But yeah, we didn't know about that either. He was, well, it's it not was that the interesting. Same, <laughs> it was the same Elvis that Ronnie was using that's, for his wedding. That's interesting. That I didn't know. Oh, okay. Well, there's more to this story that's interesting than that, Fred. Oh, okay. I'm all <laughs> oh, ears. Yeah. Well, the fact that you renewed your vows and no one was there, it's like weird. That's that's but, not uncommon that people get married in those Elvis chapels and there's no one there. Uh, bon Jovi actually did that. Well, yeah, that but, was his first marriage. He, he, they were high school sweethearts. Also, and they I'm a, what, what was I going to do? Invite everybody out to Vegas to uh, go to yeah. Elvis Chapel? Nobody wanted to do They barely wanted to go to the Ronnie wedding. But they went. Did you, ever, you didn't go to the Ronnie wedding, right? No, I did not. No. But I sent a gift. It wasn't a major yeah. gift, but it was a gift. And I sent I my sent love to him too. and Stephanie. Yeah, I sent the he's gift. A, Robin sent man. the gift. Ronnie was um, all worked up about... Robin, I guess, did one. Robin sends me notes once in a while, you know. With Robin's really good at like, you know, pressing on your heartstrings. 
She writes these flowery. What? Pressing yeah. She writes these flowery, very <laughs> romantic, almost. Car- like I have a series of them. Yeah, you know how much you love and how you appreciate. <laughs> so evidently, she sent a card to Ronnie and Stephanie about how about their wedding, and evidently, I think Ronnie or or Stephanie, someone was crying when they read Robin's thing. And really, nobody told me that. Yeah. Yeah, he cried. Ronnie cried when he got your card and boo hoo. Ronnie's in this weird space. Why is that bad? Didn't say it was bad. I didn't make any comment about it. I said Robin sent one of her cards to Ronnie and Ronnie cried. You interpret that as bad. Well, if you're you're knocking me, kind of. I did. Did I not make fun of it? I, I, how is it? Hear, hear me again, Ronnie, because I think you're on some shrooms. Yeah, I'm not on shrooms. I go, Ron, Robin sent a very flowery, sweet card, heartfelt card to Ronnie, and he cried. Yeah, Ronnie cried. Why? It's just I, the way it comes out I, from you, man. You know? No, it's the way you hear it, dude. Exactly. It's the way I hear it. Yeah. You think everything's I'm so used an attack. To knifed, I'm so used to getting knifed in the back. You know what I'm saying? Well... Anyway, well, first of all, well, let me just let me burst your Ronnie. bubble. What? From what I understand, ninety nine percent of the cards Robin sends out, it's written by Captain Dennis. That's Get number one. Get out of here! <laughs> so you're crying over. She can't be bothered writing you. That's number one. Okay. Well, I spoke to her for an hour, so I don't know. Maybe I was talking to Captain Dennis too. <laughs> Anyway, Ronnie said, with your permission, Robin, he would read the card on the air, but only with your permission. Only with your I don't permission. even know where it is at the moment, to be honest All with you. All right. Me. So Stephanie don't put it. it away. Oh, okay. Oh. Keep it quiet. You should have let me know. I would have had let you know. You're the one somebody who said. Should, well, what do you think was going to happen? let me know that, that you wanted me to read it. And Ronnie, I don't know if Robin When you does. put it out there that you would read it on the air, oh, because if Robin said, okay... Then you you have it by your side in case we ask for it. Oh, Jesus. Prepare a little. Mm, I could find anyway, it. Anyway, Ronnie's on a high from the wedding. Yes. He, he can't believe how much. He should have gotten married sooner. He didn't realize marriage would change him this much. Blah, 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 blah. But someone did say to me, you know, my whole rap after I got married to Beth was like, wow. It really made, like, it changed my whole perception of the relationship and everything. People feel Ronnie's mimicking my reaction to my wife. Uh, oh, fuck. Here we go. Like, See, like, this um, is what I mean. Yeah. Well, hey, about more than one person mentioned it to me, Ronnie. Yeah, well, good That's for the them. Let them, go fuck, let them go fuck themselves. The old Ronnie's fucking back. Last night, there was a fucking war here, so everything's fine. Don't worry. What? Oh, yeah, what, what happened? What happened, Ron? No, nah, I just was yelling her about this fucking amazon they should fucking go out of business please why what happened i love amazon no there's constantly boxes at the fucking front door i can't take it no more <laughs> well what you mean she's buying like everything and like you, well, you feel was, the bills no no it, it was like okay she go that these boxes were coming constantly during this whole wedding planning thing yeah constantly you can understand shit. that yeah oh my god and then i said so then when everything was over, she said, well, there won't be that many boxes coming anymore. Don't worry about it. I can open the door. There's five boxes in front of the door yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> What's in these boxes? What is she buying? I don't know. Shit she ordered. I don't know. She, now she's <laughs> like you guys with your cats and shit. Yeah. 
she she between the dog and now she's trying to somebody had given us this orchid okay in in a in a planter thing right so now the orchid it's like over two years old already it finally like it's not budding any buds you know yeah she bought this whole kit She's going to change that. She's going to take it and put it in a different pot. And she bought this bags of soil coming in a big, big two 20 pound bags of soil for one what? little fucking orchid thing. I got to tell you, that's great. Orchids. Number one, orchids are very hard to grow. And now they make Ronnie. I noticed because I went through it. My wife loves orchids. And. They now make fake orchids that look so fucking real, I defy anyone to know. And I'll tell you what, these orchids never die. I mean, it's now an art form. It used to be in the old days, somebody had a plastic plant in your house. You'd sit there and right. go, yeah. what you kind of tacky shit is this? You knew it was fake the moment you walked in the door. Right. You would never know. It's impossible. The orchid's very hard to grow. You understand? Well, now she's on a mission. Well, she's on this mission they- now. They actually have to be in the right spot. I've had orchids that have grown and budded for years. The moment you move them, they die. If you get the spot right, they'll live and bud for for a long time. But you got to find the right spot. It was in the right spot. It lasted two and a half years. And then, you know, I don't know what happened. It died. That's it. It's over. Did it move? Yeah. (laughs) Can I tell you something? You want it if you do want to emulate me. In my house, there's a rule: no living plants or flowers. Thank you. I tell you what, plants no make flowers me, like picked flowers. If somebody, yeah, that that will do. We'll do picked flowers. But I'm talking about plants. I hate having plants in the house. I don't believe plants belong in the house. I believe plants belong outside. And I got to tell you something. I sit and worry about plants like they. I sit and worry about plants like they're human beings. Guess who and else I, needs to be outside? Who? You. No, <laughs> come on, stop plants, it. Plants enliven no. your indoor environment <laughs> with the exchange of CO2 and oxygen. I've never been good at taking care of a plant. They always die. And then it upsets me because I think of them like people and I feel like I killed the plant. I get all emotional. So I stopped. And now they make plants that are plastic, and they're beautiful, and they last forever. I'm telling you, Ronnie. He's amazing. And Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, Ronnie's digging marriage. Ronnie got all emotional over Robin's card that she sent. Well, he held it together while we were on the phone. He never did even he? indicated anything about when did you how cry? emotional he got. When did you cry, Ronnie? When you first read it, or did you read yeah, it? Yeah, when I got yeah, when we got when we got it. Yeah. Oh. Do you remember the line that got you? Was it what was? It? Yeah, I I don't want to say, dude. You don't want to say? Okay. No. Oh, hey everybody! It's Robin's uh, assistant, Captain Dennis. Hi, Captain Dennis. Fired, <laughs> Ronald. I have a confession to make to ye. Me lady quivers enlisted me to write ye card at sea. And I squeezed the ink from the biggest squid I could find and laid it down on ye parchment. Captain Dennis, so you wrote the card that Robin sent and you say you wrote it when you were at sea? 
I was at sea and I was a blubbering mess when I wrote it, Run. The sea was rough that day, and I hope it made you tear in the way the sea made me tear. Thank you, Captain Dennis. Captain Dennis. There you go. Well, it did have Captain Dennis' return address on it, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Listen, Robin's a big star. She can't put her own return address on there. Uh, Anyway, yeah. So I I spoke with Ronnie over the weekend, too. He was very very much in wedded bliss and very nice. I notice a big difference now with the now that Ronnie's married. Whenever I speak to Ronnie on the phone, Stephanie's always on the phone with him. Which is really nice. Oh. Now they're doing more and more togetherness, and I, I do I do approve of that. I like it. It's nice to get to know her too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So very nice. And the other thing I learned is Ronnie. Some Ronnie, have you cashed all? He, he has been cashing his wedding checks. Uh huh. No. And, de- uh, yeah, just depositing them. Haven't cashed them. Yeah. Oh, same thing. Yeah. Deposited. Well, That's it. So he did pretty. The well. money's gonna go and somewhere. Then, they're not gonna. Just lay it on the side for you. Everybody, everybody other, was very, very generous, and some and people the, very, 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 very generous. And and can I say something? Uh, the other weird yeah. thing is, I don't know when Ronnie's going to get back to it, but since the wedding, Ronnie hasn't been posting that many nude pics. Really? I, I don't know if that's going to be a yeah, thing I have. now. Yeah, I have. Come on, it's still no, it was a Tuesday whole... and Thong Thursday. It's still there, pal. Until here, it's still there. A lot of hot chicks were not posted like right after the wedding for a while. Well, I was so, busy. Uh, yeah. All right. But the other weird thing is, is like 10 ads for law firms on Ronnie's feed also. No, it's the same one. It's the same guy. Okay. I told you it's the guy who helped me out with something. Listen to this stat, Robin. Ronnie's last 12 t- tweets are non-sexual. Non-sexual. Really? Yeah, which is blowing everyone's mind. They feel... Ronnie is happier and not, you know, not aggressively posting as many naked chicks. Wow. No. I told you I've been busy. All right. But I, it has I, nothing think to do- ch- I think the chicks have been busy, too, because they haven't been posting a lot of shit. Wow. All right. Anyway, they, you know. they, that was the update I got. Uh, what can I tell you? Well, we'll have to see as the weeks roll by whether... Ronnie will come back, or we're stuck with Ronald now. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not Ronald totally. Come on. <laughs> then I saw uh, one fan posted a video on TikTok about Ronnie. Um, Ronnie, um, I guess they Ronnie signed an autograph. Autograph. The uh, this guy on TikTok said as a Christmas gift, he got a picture of Ronnie, a photograph of Ronnie. So I didn't see that, it, dude. I have no idea what you're talking about. So he sent Ronnie a, um, I guess he mailed it and he got, uh, Ronnie to autograph it. But the guy put it in like a little plastic envelope. So Ronnie ended up signing the plastic envelope instead of the picture. Oh. And the guy was all upset. Felt Ronnie did the wrong thing. What? Yeah. Here, what? I'll play the clip. Here. Ronnie signed the plastic envelope that he put the picture in. I'm a huge fan of the Howard Stern Show, and last year for Christmas, my friends sent Ronnie Mund, a.k.a. Ronnie the limo driver, a picture for him to sign so he could give it to me for a Christmas present. Ronnie received the image in this protective plastic case. He signed it, sent it back, and it was given to me for a Christmas present. I was so excited when I got home because I wanted to frame it, but I couldn't frame it in this plastic case. I went to take it out of here to frame it, and look at this. No signature on the picture, 
Ronnie signed the plastic. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, dude. But first of all, don't send it to me to begin with, you fucking dope. <laughs> I'm glad I signed anything and sent it yeah. back. I should have ripped it up and thrown it in the garbage. I got news for you. I might have done the same thing. Who knows? I mean, what what is with this plastic case? I mean, yeah, knows? I don't know what, what he's we're... talking about. First I guess, of all, he, I even... uh, guess the friends were trying to protect it in some way. Yeah, well, because you well, put it in the mail stupid. to Ronnie, and Ronnie didn't take it out of the envelope, the plastic envelope. He just signed the plastic envelope. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I'm How glad I signed anything. Know what they want him to sign? I don't yeah, know. really. I just thought it was funny, Ronnie getting yelled at for doing something nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He could anyway, have yeah. people people are back. so appreciative. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. <laughs> they interviewed the Elvis that uh, married Ronnie and turns out remarried Fred. Now, did That's he wild. disclose That's that wild, information? Dude. I, that I didn't know that. that. I was I was blown away. By the way, well, later now on, I'm, I'm going to yell at my wife about. I'm going to yell at my wife about Amazon packages, too. I'm, I'm going to take a page out of Ronnie's book. You guys have <laughs> nothing on me. You should see the amount of Amazon pack. And, like, sometimes I get excited when the Amazon Amazon packages show up. Sometimes the guy's here three, four times a day. And uh, a lot of it is pet stuff because Beth's basically right. running in, you know, like an animal shelter. So um, I uh, go out to the garage and get all excited because I'm like, hey, maybe something here for me. I go through all the boxes. It's like a hundred boxes for Beth, not one for me. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is this going to cost? My driveway, my, the garage and the driveway are like a warehouse, like the trucks backing in. <laughs> I'm sure. Can you get a car in there? <laughs> I don't know, but Beth warned me. She goes, um, when the credit card bill comes this month, uh, it's going to be a little high. I go, well, like, what are you talking about? She goes, well, I had to go shopping because I was going to Paris. I needed clothes. And, and I go, yeah, but you're not going to Paris. She goes, yeah, I know. <laughs> She's not so taking I don't know. back the clothes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why should she? She's, uh, I don't know what's going on, man. But I go nuts from the Amazon, too, just like Ronnie. It's a lot of stuff. Oh, and you know, you start counting the, the bills. I mean, it's crazy. Dude, you don't uh, even know during this wedding shit. Um, it was like. She wanted to get an outfit for the welcome party, okay? Every day, every day, there would be packages coming, like three or four outfits. And I go, what the fuck are you going to do with all these outfits? There had to be 30, 40 outfits by the time she finally picked one. And she, she, you see, she packs up her car. She goes back and returns all this bullshit. I go, why are you ordering all of it if you're going to return it? I, well, I my wife it. does the same thing, but uh, thank God she returns it. My wife goes, you know, it's so easy to shop online. So she'll order 30 outfits. And when she finds yeah. the one she likes, she'll return the 29. And she does. And and you, they make it easy, according to her. And these companies yeah, it, expect yeah. it because it's just they annoying. don't have a store for you to go in and try on things. So if people are willing to take all the merchandise they take into a dressing room at the store, uh, in delivery to their home and then send it back, they make the, they make better money because they don't have to employ people to watch the dressing room and do what it, walk the floor. See, Ronnie, I'm annoyed by it too. What are you annoyed about? It, it's just that the constant, the doorbell ring and, and the packages out there. And then it's a fashion show. 
You got, I got to see all the outfits. Should I keep this one? Should I not keep this one? Well, what do you, you see, think? Do I look I fat help in you. it? Do I look skinny in it? Does my ass look good? I mean, it's constant. <laughs> see, here's my thing. I don't even get the fashion show. I like a fashion show. I'm surprised oh, you don't. I do, but it get, after a while, I mean, after 40 outfits, it's like, hey, come on, I'm trying to watch, you know, whatever, and, like, leave me alone already with this. See, Pick an outfit and be done with it. I get all sexed up if I see uh, outfit changes, so I like it. I like being consulted on outfits. I That, to me, is ultimate love. But No, I like, I like it, but it, to a point, you know, it, it's... How I many like outfits it. can you last? Five? Once my, you know, once I, uh, you know, she starts with the outfit changes and then I, you know, I see him and I like him. Then it's like, okay, yeah. I saw her enough. Let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> you know, that's not let's, what annoys let, me. Let's go what to annoys the me. I can't track the credit card bills because I, you get a high bill. And then I'll say this. I'll say, I'll say Beth. I don't say Beth. I go, honey, this bill is outrageous. She goes, no. I returned all that stuff. I go, yeah, but it says here. She goes, no, next month you'll get credited. And I go, yeah, but who's going to remember next month? You know, it's like I, I got to track all this. <laughs> yep. I don't even bother anymore. Yeah. And I know when you you stop bothering, uh, all kind of wacky shit starts happening. You know what I mean? But, oh, yeah. Well, that that's where the shit hit the fan last night with this potting soil and all this shit <laughs> for one little goddamn plant. It, it's insane. And then she goes to me, goes, she goes, well, they said I'll get credit but for it, but I don't even have to return it. I go, what are you talking about? You don't have to return it. She goes, no, they told me to keep it, but they're still going to not charge us for it. Uh, don't believe that. I don't believe you know, that. Sometimes that happens. They don't want it back. And yeah. they'd rather take the loss. No, you have to take it back. Uh, in fact, that's the problem with Amazon. People buy shit they don't even need, and then your house is clogged up with all kind of crap. Exactly. I watch a lot right. of these. You'll never use it. I watch a lot of these videos about how people buy shit they don't need and how empty space just clears your brain and how great it is. And man, I'm so into it. Like I'm even looking at Ronnie's wall over there. You see all those books in his bookshelf and shit. Yeah, I bet yeah. I could I could throw out every one of those. You wouldn't miss them. All the chachis. I'll bet you not one of those books is mine. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. It's well, all Stephanie's veterinary yeah. shit and other stuff. When she went to school, and when did she read stuff. those? She never reads them. And she you know what? She, no, because she could go online and get the same information. Throw all those books away. I'm telling you. I was telling my daughter, I was helping her. She's, she's got a new apartment, and I walked in there, and there was so much stuff. I said, sweetheart, let's sit there f all day if we have to. I guarantee you could throw out all this shit. She threw out so much stuff. She goes, you're right, Dad. I don't use this stuff. I said, that's the problem. And don't buy a bunch of shit because it's going to clog up your house again. I threw out everything. You should see, I got nice empty shelves now. And I look Dude, at those empty we, shelves. Yeah, go ahead. When I sold my house back in New York, I had a full 30-yard dumpster. 30-yard dumpster, like a construction dumpster, filled, right. overfilled. Wow. Between the house and the garage, after 24, 25 years of having that house, I got rid of so much shit. And then when we, you know, we moved here, it was like everything's nice and, you know, set up and clean. There's, you know, 
And now it's starting again. You know, and yep. I'm telling her, you got to stop this shit. I don't want all this shit in the house. What kind of shit you got in that house? Clothing, I get. But other than that, oh, you even- got to see my closet, dude. Uh, we have this giant walk-in closet, which we never had. Okay. Right. I have one little hanger spot. <laughs> she has right. the whole rest of the closet. <laughs> the shoe racks, the, the, the shoe shelves. I mean, forget it. You know Everything. what you tell her? You got to tell her. 90% of that shit she doesn't even wear. Exactly. Throw it the fuck out or donate it to charity. And then don't buy new stuff every minute. Well, that's and the whole you, thing with this Amazon, man. She's on that l- online constantly. With, we're watching TV. Well, you know, and I, I ask her, we're watching that show. Um, you had talked about it. Daisy Jones and yeah, uh, the six. six. Yeah. 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 So we fin- we've been watching it. So I go, I don't know. We're watching an episode. And I, I turn to her and I go, oh, you know, that was some shit. And she's on her fucking phone. She's not even watching. And I'm going, what are you doing? Oh, no, no, nothing, nothing. I'm just looking at this, this outfit. She's on Amazon shit, whatever she's on. Right. She doesn't yeah, even pay well. attention. And then when you talk to her about it, she goes, Oh, really? I, I didn't even, I don't remember that. You know? Well, you know what it is? Fuck you got a nice clean man. house and you got a big, you got a big closet. That closet will be any- filled. I if don't you have a big pe- closet. <laughs> if you give people space, they will fill it. And that's the whole point of this minimalist uh, movement. You get rid of all this shit. I'm telling you, I'm a madman now. I don't have anything on my shelves. Just How could you very... still have things to throw out because you've been minimalist for about two years now? Shit just grows. Just grows and grows <laughs> and grows. You got to really sit and get rid of shit. And it's fun to get rid of stuff. And then just don't buy new stuff. That's the whole thing. But uh I'll tell you one thing, though, you said, Ron, I see this is where you and I are different, man. If Beth buys a new outfit and she asks my opinion, I get all boned up. I love to look at new outfits and see my my girl walking around with the outfit on. I mean, like I said, I like it to a point. It's enough already, you know, like you tell Stephanie, tell Stephanie when she gets some Amazon boxes and clothes, tell her we'd love to get a fashion show, and we'll tell her what to keep and throw away. We'd oh, love dude. it. I mean, also, with, with this whole wedding thing, we were doing the pool party on Thursday. So it was the bikini. The bikini one was great. I mean, every day new <laughs> bikinis would come. That I liked. Yeah. That was cool. <laughs> Stephanie wore a bikini to the pool party? Yeah. Did most of the girls wear bikinis who were there? Uh, yeah, I don't, uh, no, I don't think so. No. You must have been disappointed. No, I, I didn't care. We were having such a great time. We, I, I didn't care if they came in their underwear, if they came in jeans or whatever. I didn't care. Right. All right. Got you. It was so great. It was so great that everybody came out. That was the whole thing. Now I'm getting old. Well, I got a little <laughs> no, uh, a note from Bubba over the weekend. Bubba the love sponge telling yeah. me he got COVID over at your wedding. He's he's ready to oh, sue. Oh, how does he know he got it in my fucking wedding, dude? You could have got it on a plane. You could have got it in the fucking hotel where you stayed. He didn't stay in the hotel where we did. Come right. on. He got it in my yeah. wedding. Because Nobody else got it. Oh, Jamie got it also. But yeah. does she know where she got it? No. She, Bubba's all upset with you. Yeah, good. Good, good for him. He can he can go on one of his tirades again. I uh, 
No, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't blame you. He just said, "I, I got COVID at, uh, in Vegas." His well, girlfriend you know, didn't Fred, get it. Fred said what? that's why he wasn't going to go. Yeah, yeah, I get it. His Jamie, hot dude. Who? Uh, Bubba's girlfriend's hot. Yeah, Erica. Let me see a picture. Let's see a merch trick. Merch trick. <laughs> well, I don't what have any. What the fuck is that about? Yet. We don't have any pictures yet. If you get pictures of merch crick, I'd like to see. Yeah. Yes, I will send you. She must be. Bubba must post pictures of her online, right? Merch crick. Giant boobs, man. Diacos. Diacos. <laughs> I, don't, I need to see what size Diacos she got. They're big, dude. They're big. <laughs> are they natural looking, though, or are they those big, yeah, hard? Yeah, no, they look great. No, they look great. It's not like, you, 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 you know... You stare at them like, oh, they're so fucked up or whatever. They look really good. I mean, at least yeah, the dress Bubba. she was wearing at the wedding, she looked awesome. I want to fucking see. Uh, I want to see that. I'm sure merch somebody must have taken a picture of her. I, I don't know all the Bubba lingo. Why does he call her Merch Crick? I understand she's the girl who hands out merchandise, but what what's Crick? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know I, his I think, language either. <laughs> I think that's oh, something JD he's always. Something. I think that's something he's always called a a female, a crick, <laughs> a crick. Yeah, it's like a cricket, the, I guess, or something. Yeah, like a yeah, cricket. Something. Women are like crickets; they rub their legs together. <laughs> I don't know, something a, like that. But JD, <laughs> she was hot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, she she looked good. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You she, know, she has big boobs. Sam was saying they, she looked like Dolly Parton, but uh, I didn't think they were that out of proportion. Right. Of her, uh, but yeah, she's very nice. JD, on that computer, you can't pull up a picture of Merch Crick? Well, someone's putting them up right now. You'll, you'll okay. see right now here. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's oh. looking good. Oh, I like her. Bubba looks <laughs> yeah, amazing, hot. man. He's skinny. Yeah, yeah look at him. I wouldn't wow. even have recognized him. He looks like a senator or something. <laughs> and he <laughs> wears these I mean? glasses now. He wears these, like, uh, like JD's glasses, kind of. Um, these black frame glasses, so he looks like uh -huh. this, like, you know, like a set, like said, like a senator. Looks like he doesn't a even look. He doesn't even look like Bubba the Love Sponge anymore. You know, he, he looks like the the sales manager at a radio. I station. said, dude, I said, he, <laughs> you you know, Joe. I think he looks him and Joe are, could be brothers. <laughs> could be who? Oh, Joe, yeah, Joe. Joe, yeah, Joe. I like the girlfriend though. Very nice. Yeah, she's hot. She's and she's really nice, man. Yeah. Congressman Love Sponge. <laughs> I'm thinking he could be Speaker of the House. We ought to yeah. know that. <laughs> we need one, right? Don't we? <laughs> yep, we still uh, do. Yeah, one member of the staff said, you know, I never met Bubba before, but he looks surprisingly human. That was the quote. Surprisingly <laughs> human. He looks handsome. Good for him. Everybody loved him, man. It, it was it was nice. I'm glad that, you know, we had the whole discussion and he decided to come. It was It was great. All right, Ronnie, all emotional about everyone showing up at his wedding. Hello. Yeah. yeah, he was yeah. very touched. New very emotional touched Ronnie. by everything. And it was beautiful. Hey, on another topic, uh, something other than Ronnie's wedding, which... Uh, what is this? Ronnie and Stephanie. Before I move on, Ronnie and Stephanie duets. Let me hear this. Did oh, you, were guys you guys sing? Singing? I, don't, I don't remember singing. Stephanie did this whole rap thing by herself. Really? Yeah, in the middle of the fucking place, man. Move like, my ass up for, for that plastic bomb. 
Oh, I know. Spread my broad cheeks wide. Shove it deep inside. Lube my ass up for that plastic schlong. Get the astroglide. Make my asshole a vagina. <laughs> I know what this wow. is. This isn't from the wedding. These are just songs yeah. that. This is old. Yeah. This is old stuff. Yeah. Don't stop fucking my butt. <laughs> I won't stop fucking your butt. Honey, honey, ass ran me senseless. Baby, spread your behind. Oh, my God. Ooh, that's funny. That's a good song. Ronnie loves to stuck shit in his ass. I know. Loves when Stephanie does it. Yeah. That makes it not gay, remember? <laughs> exactly. I'm reading the label on this. It, says, it doesn't say Ronnie and Stephanie. It says horny and share. 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 I came out with a new Christmas album, man. It's good. I want to really? hear that. Did you, you got listen it to it? Yeah, I listened to it. I liked it. I like anything she does. You know that. Uh, somebody, John Harris sent it to me. Uh, I would love to uh, have Cher on the show, but I don't think she would ever do it. Because, oh, I'd uh, love if you had her on, man. Uh, oh, me too. I think she's, you know, like she's so fucking interesting. Her acting career, everything. I think it would be great, but she's got a thing with me. I mean, because uh, really? I, I, it goes back to when she was, she had a boyfriend. And he and and the the thing was it wasn't me reporting it. The newspaper said he works at like a bagel boss or something on Long Island, some kind of bagel place. So I called him Bagel Boy. Why did I say was that? Was calling him Bagel Boy. Yeah. Well, I said it because what? I was jealous. She's super hot, and I, you know, what do you think? Yeah, you never thought you could get her, and some guy selling bagels got her. Yeah. So I got angry. You know me. I get angry when somebody gets something I don't have. I think every woman should be mine. Right. Well, now she's got this boyfriend's 37 years old, man. It's even the difference is more than me and Stephanie. Hey, God bless. She got a 37 year old now. Yeah. yeah. Young guy, young stud, banging share. But uh, I would love to have her on. But I don't think it's going to happen. She she doesn't like me. I'm a bad dude. She'd like you if you could meet her. You know, like you have yeah. to go out to somewhere, wherever Cher is. And bump oh, remember, <laughs> she didn't even like like David Letterman. Like she finally went on a show, but there was like this anger or something she had, and like yeah. Letterman was nice to her, and he, she she had a problem with him. So imagine me. <clears throat> but Cher was dating for a while a guy I knew since my Washington D.C. days, Ron Zimmerman, who died, he passed yeah. away. Rest in peace, yeah. Ron. But um, yeah. I remember I talked to Ron on the phone. I go, you banging Cher? And he goes, yep. Well, he didn't say yep. He was like, he was a gentleman. He was like, um, I don't, you know, I don't know if I should talk about it. Hey, I can't talk. I go, oh, what a shame. I'd love to know what that's like. And he, he used to call us and tell us everything. Yeah, that he wouldn't tell us. He want to blow it. started with Cher, it was just like, forget it, dude. I think even after they broke up, Ron would remain friends with Cher. Yeah. Which is unusual. She does that a guy. lot where she's continued, you know, she's continued to be friends with the people she's broken up with. 
Ronnie, what's with uh, your honeymoon? Are you going to have one, or are you just skipping that whole? Yeah, thing? yeah. We're eventually we're going to, you know, plan one. Um, what do you think you're going to do? You? Uh, we want to go to Hawaii. Hawaii is beautiful, but I had a real bad experience there in Hawaii when I went. But I don't want to get into it. Ooh, it was fucking what crazy. Kind of a horrible experience. Yeah, really. Have what kind of bad in Hawaii? Well. First of all, you won't have this experience, Ron, but I had it. Let's just say it was a situation. I don't even want to get into it. It was a situation. That's all. Wow, I'm for you say. not to talk about something, it's got to be really fucked up. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, like, what the it, heck? <laughs> it involves some of our country's most uh, national secrets, so I can't uh, divulge. <laughs> Unlike Trump, I keep my mouth shut about our nuclear facilities. You know what I'm oh, saying? Is it, what is it, at Pearl Harbor or something? Something happened? Did you no, wander no. <laughs> into some place you weren't supposed to go? No, no. The government needed my assistance, and uh, it was <laughs> no, no, no. It was just, it was just. Uh, let's just say, I don't even want to say. Let's let's just drop it. It was just not good. So I've never yeah. been back. But that's not going to happen to Ronnie. Ronnie's going there, and he'll never come out of the hotel room. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> Ronnie loves to fuck. God bless him. Oh, 73 dude, years old. It was, it's, it was a great honeymoon week, I got to say. Yeah? Every night? Did you fuck every night? Uh, five out of seven. Hey. Wow. I heard a, I heard a report that you're now, like, being more loving in bed towards Stephanie. It's not... I don't know what that means exactly, well, but is that now, a true? Well, who could have reported that? Somebody on staff reported that. Uh, maybe Blit that you said yeah, that. Well, Blit, you, it, Blit shit, you know. No, you know, no, but I mean, maybe a, Blit shit I, I reports. Mean, it was so, oh, here's Blit. Didn't you say that he's being more loving or are you making he's that being, up? No, he's being more loving to Stephanie outside of bed. He said he's always loving to her in bed, but now outside of bed on a day-to-day -day basis, he's just more loving to her. And he's he doesn't understand where all of these love emotions are coming from. And he's he's just really encapsulated by love. I've never seen Ronnie like this before. Well, you weren't, <laughs> you weren't here last night, so. Yeah, well, I believe that's Amazon packages. I mean, come on, John. That's going to last uh, maybe another couple of days, and then Ronnie will be all grumpy again. Yeah, I, I feel it kind of. Um, it's already you know, waning. It's kind, of, it's kind of starting to bubble, but um, Ron, yeah, I hope when when so when you say you and Stephanie are going at it a lot now since the wedding. Like, what's going on in the bedroom? Like, ass play. I mean, what, no, is no, no. What's going no, on? No, not even that. I mean, we, we really haven't done that in quite a while, to be honest with mm. you. Wow. Um, it's you been miss more it? like more passionate and shit. But more yeah. passionate. Like, what do you yeah, mean? Like, Not the fun know, and games, the, passion. Yeah, I mean, it, it's more like, it, it, it's more intimate. Like, we like stare each other in each other's faces when, you know. We're nice. about to explode. We try to time it out <laughs> together. It's a, it's a whole thing. <laughs> nice. It's, it's, you, it's, it's cool. It's are cool. you successful at that? Like, like she'll go, yeah, the time. oh, yeah, Ronnie. Yeah, yeah. Like, like she'll say, Ronnie, I'm about to come and you're not exactly ready. You go, just hold on one more second. I'm about to get there, right? Well, yeah, I, I just, I just kind of start working a little harder. So it does happen at the same time. Wow. Sounds like that's beautiful lovemaking. Love yeah, it is. Love making. The lovemaking you guys man. have is sounds sensational. 
Like you should have salivating. I mean, yeah, you write a book about I think this. Lit is yeah. salivating. I see yeah. it. Lit, Lit wants to move in for a month, you know, <laughs> just to watch I'm the lovemaking, to to record I'm the lovemaking. Yeah, okay. You know, you could do the joy of sex four. You know those pencil drawing books that that were released in like the eighties. Do a book of pencil drawings of Stephanie and Ronnie making hey, love. Never mind that. Positions. Hey, okay. Ronnie. So yeah. you're telling me you're able to time your orgasm with Stephanie now that you're married. Like, in other words, you're making a well, real we, effort. We always tried it, but now it seems to be, I don't know. It's like, I think it's her also that she has more compassion now or whatever. I don't know even how to put it, but it seems to be working a lot different now, like where it like does else? happen more often. Explain it to and me. And this in other is words, all since yeah. the wedding. Yeah. 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 I, I, I could be imagining this shit, but it, like even ever, it even feels better. Man. Wow. You and mean it her felt pussy feels good better? Before. Yeah. yeah, yeah the, like the, everything, everything's, everything's just feels different. I don't know if it's, it'll probably wear off. I'm sure. You I know, got a stopwatch now. Right now, right now, we, we try to do it together. You know, where before Rambo. it was, what? You're saying her, her physical vagina feels better now that you're married. Yeah, well, well, she lost, she lost a bunch of weight. Right. So, I don't know. It, it just, everything just seems different. I don't know. It's great. I'm not complaining. Well, believe me. It's fucking awesome. lit is Lena now. Yeah. <laughs> In other words, I, I don't know. I don't know if chicks. Vagina? I don't know if chicks gain when they gain a little weight. If they gain it in their in their you know that sure. area, let me uh, tell you the something. labia is leaner. Can I tell you what I'm thinking? Maybe oh. when a chick puts on a little more weight, you can't get the penetration you need because there's a layer on the uh, pubis on the on the vulva. Maybe uh, area. The lips blow up is what you're saying. But none, like that like little pussy like that area. Little, yeah, like a pussy barrier. Thank you, Ronnie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it affects her Volvo. Know, Ronnie. It's her Volvo. It's affects her Volvo. is blowing yeah. up. Yes. Yeah. It's, all, it's always been good, pussy man. Wall. Take it off. It seems better. Well, good for you, man. I'm happy well, for awesome. you. That's all. Right. Good Marriage makes a twat tighter. On the fence. Hey, Mike. Mm -hmm. What's up in Maine? Yeah, Howard, I wasn't expecting you. Uh, so I'm very happy, Ronnie. I, I want to say this before you get upset with me. I'm very, very happy that you're married. I've been married for 17 years. My wife is fucking amazing. And it's an amazing feeling. But do you think that, because you do have a history of um, sometimes trying to be a little bit like Howard. Do you think that sometimes you, you're you expressing all this emotion because Howard has shown you that it's okay to express Dude, your emotion that way? Well, what's the matter with you? I'm with the girl. I'm with the girls as long as almost as you're married. I'm with her 16 years. Okay. Before we even got married. So I know what's going on between us. It's, I don't need anybody to help me and tell me my feelings. No, but you're, no, not that you don't know, Ronnie, but that you're, you feel like it's okay to express it because you know, Howard's sort of your, maybe he's your epitome of a man or no, it's just something, dude, it's <laughs> just something that fucking happened in my head. I don't know. I can't explain it. It's not that because I want to be like Howard. Come on. What the fuck is wrong with you? All right. I mean, well, let's, uh, seriously, let's just say congratulations. Not, dude, when it comes to the bedroom, Howard's not like me. He'll tell you that he just wants to get in there and, and get and do it. I, right. I, I got I all kinds of from you. 
I think he's learned from you to have some aggression. We have shit, man. We have shit. We love our, you know, our sex life has been great. I don't need anybody to help me with that. Believe me. No one needs to sit here and rain on Ronnie's parade by saying No, no, Howard. And I want to say that I think he's, Ronnie's misunderstanding Jonathan Blit. Blit is so great. He's trying to be informative and help Ronnie, you know, maybe get information (laughs) out to the people. (laughs) (laughs) Mike. All right, Mike. You're insane, too. You meet meet with this fucking (laughs) lunatic every Friday and you tell me he's normal. Uh, Send him to that guy's house. Yeah, Ronnie. Uh, thank you and uh, congratulations again. There you go, thank newlywed you, Ronnie Mond. Everybody loves. It was romance. great talking to you. I really enjoyed. Yeah, it. yeah. It a couple was a of gra- things. I'm glad, I'm glad we got to talk, Robin, off the air. Now I'll couple of, say a <laughs> couple of things I want to get to. Thanks, Ron. You're welcome. Enough of that. Enough of that. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to mention different things that are going on. Number one on my list is. One of the kids who was now he's a grown man, but he, you know, we did the movie Private Parts. I don't know how many years ago, over 25 years ago. Wow. And one of the kids who was in the movie he was a little kid. He played the scene where my mom is driving us in a carpool. He's got red hair. He's sitting in the back of the car and he says the N word and my mother straightens him out mm-hmm. or something like that. One of those scenes. Anyway, the kid's name is Evan Roberts nice kid grew up and decided to go into radio and now he's a sportscaster on wfan evan roberts i've never heard the show i apologize for that i'm sure if i was a bigger sports fan i would would uh, have have, yeah yeah anyway he was on the air there claiming he saw my penis at a urinal years ago here's the thing though with this i just want to set the record straight and way i'm calling evan out on this maybe when he was a young kid he thinks he saw my penis. He might have been standing next to Ralph or something. There's no chance Evan Roberts ever saw my penis. I'll, I'll play the clip, and then I'll explain why this couldn't happen. Yeah, I kind of saw Howard naked. Howard Stern. How? But it wasn't in a locker room. It How was that even possible. No, and, I, and I've told this story. I think Howard's aware of it, so it's not uncomfortable. Please don't tell me it's when you did his movie. No, no, oh. I was working at Sirius, okay. and it was before he got the private bathrooms, because I think he ended up having... All right, first That's of all, Evan... possible, yeah. I, I thought it was when he was a kid, but okay, he was older. I've always had a private bathroom at, at Sirius. I've never once set foot in the public bathroom. That's number right. one. Having like a private area, so it was early on. Yes. And I was in the bathroom, and he was there, right there next to me. And now I'm like, I got to say something. I was in his movie, but then I'm also like kind of looking over. <sighs> and when I peeked over, I, you know. <sighs> Why would you peek? Oh, you gotta peek, Tiki. You gotta peek. a stranger. Nah, I gotta peek. Because you gotta know. You gotta know. You just gotta 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 know. know. Not even Beth is allowed to see my penis. No, here's the thing. I'm so uptight about peeing out of urinal anyway that if somebody was peeing right next to me back in the day at Sirius, I would have just zipped up and walked away. It's just, there's zero chance. I would be traumatized. I would remember Evan Roberts standing at the urinal with me. It just doesn't it doesn't happen because I have tremendous phobias, OCD, all kinds of shit. It just it's impossible that he saw me naked. It's impossible. Now let me ask you something. You say you would have zipped up. How do you mm-hmm. do that without being seen? Oh, there ain't that much to see. And plus I pr- <laughs> what I do is a wall press. I'm practically I'm so, I thrust my hips into that urinal 
so that it is a complete seal around what I'm doing. You can't see, possibly <laughs> see over. Seal. Yeah, airtight seal. Yeah, oh. airtight seal. Even if Robin, you were standing right next to me, you'd be like, "What the hell's this guy doing?" He's his he's he's in the urinal. He's almost peeing. He's almost completely has half his body in it. <laughs> so I don't believe that. Maybe he thinks he did, but that's fine. But anyway, Evan Roberts, who was in my movie, and you know, I got a fond place for anybody who was in that movie. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not saying he's lying, but he might just be delusion, delusional when it comes you to You think this. he saw somebody else I think, and thought it was you? I, I, I think that he wants to see my penis. He desperately wants to see my penis, but uh, I don't yeah. think he did. Yeah, uh, No offense but to Evan. Is he making it up or, or is it misidentification? No, I, think he, I, think he, I think he believes it or he was standing next to Ralph who looks like me. Uh-huh. Because I, even if I was at a urinal, which I doubt, I've never been at the urinal in Sirius XM. I basically fuck the urinal. I get so close. <laughs> I guard my penis like a state secret. So there you go. You know, it's my private area. That's why they call it private parts. Well, this is, you know, it's interesting. These, I would never have imagined that would be one of the mentions of you <laughs> in the general public. Republicans do not have a House Speaker yet, and uh, Tan Mom is, believe it or not, for real, Tan Mom is running for Congress. I don't know if she's running. I, I think she's all befuddled because she might even be running for Senate, but she thinks the Speaker of the House is someone in the Senate. You know what I mean? She's, like, all confused. No, I like she think th- she's running for the House. It's a, a House of Representatives seat, I think. Anyway, here Tan Mom, I guess with the help of her producer Adam, yeah, uh, she has a campaign ad, and she addresses a slew of issues. This is for real. We didn't put this together. This is uh, Tan Mom. Things have changed. Will the sun still come out tomorrow? Probably not. With global warming. The best advice I can give is always use sunscreen. I have my allies with the LGBT community. What the hell is going on with the house? Can't they just pick a speaker? I could do it, but I think we could have somebody else better do it. Come on, Republicans, let's get this act together. I want to work for the people, not the politician. We need to pray for the people in Israel and around the world. Horrible acts are being committed everywhere. We must pray for peace. If you don't believe that I'm a Republican, I voted for Trump and I'm doing it again. Let's take this journey together. Mm. Anyway, very effective. Mm. Uh, By the way, I was right. She's running for Senate. But she thinks the Speaker of the House could be her, which I guess technically she could she be. She is running for the Senate. What, what yeah. seat? She's running against Tim Scott, even though he's a Republican. Tamam is running against Republican Tim Scott, who, who looks a little bit like Fire Marshal Bill, I think. <laughs> but anyway, Tim uh, is up for a real challenge from Tamam. Well, that's an effective ad. I'm looking at these pictures of Tan Mom. I mean, she's so fucking tan that she blends in with her her leather couch. And how does she not have basal cell carcinoma? How does she like? I had two of those things removed from my leg, and I I wear a hat, sunscreen. I put towels over my legs. I mean, you you wouldn't believe to. The, I hide from the sun 
you know, like 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 a, like a um, like a vampire. Like literally, I, I think I might burn up. So I'm really careful. But she is so fucking tan, and I got those little basal cell carcinomas. I had two of my leg removed just the uh, couple of months ago. So I don't know what's going on there. I, I think she, she stays out in the sun so long the sun burns them off. <laughs> she doesn't have to go to a doctor. Right, they burn off. <laughs> the sun gives them to her and then it burns them off. Uh, this is kind of weird. I've made a note to talk about this on the air. Hey, did you read this? Um, man arrested for faking heart attack 20 times at restaurants to avoid paying bill. Wow. This is uh, from Spain. A 50-year-old man from Lithuania was recently arrested in Spain after allegedly faking heart attacks at several restaurants in order to avoid paying the bill. It drives me crazy because these people, they're probably smart people. If he put that much energy into a job instead of just like plotting how to like fake his heart. I mean, faking a heart attack is a whole, like you'd have to know something about heart attacks. You'd have to have a whole thing going on and you got to have balls. It just seems like at some point you'd say, I'm going to like maybe channel all my energy into getting some kind of gig so I could pay for my. It's embarrassing to be. How far does he take it though? Does an ambulance have to come and get him and take him to the hospital? Let me see. Uh, The man was identified only as Adis J. But he has become known locally as the Gastro Jetta. He's tried to scam at least 20 times over the past year at different restaurants. Most recently, the man ordered a seafood paella and two whiskeys. You like paella? I like seafood paella. I love paella. Yeah, very yeah. good. Good dish. What do you like in there? Shrimp and scallops and uh, all kinds of different... Yeah, you yeah. can give me anything. Mussels, clams. What do you think? What do you think is a more popular seafood? Shrimp or salmon? Go ahead. I know the answer. I read this. I would say shrimp. You're correct. That's the number one seafood. Salmon is second. And now there's a whole thing. People are trying to farm these uh, salmon in tanks because uh, the, the waters are so polluted. Everything's all fucked up when you eat it environmentally. So, they, you know, they don't know what to do. They're trying yeah. to simulate an ocean. But, How about um, cleaning up the one we got? You know, we have a really big one. We have lots of big ones. I know. How about cleaning that fish tank? <laughs> The ocean. That we won't do. Uh, most recently, the man ordered a seafood paella and two whiskeys at the El Buen Comer restaurant, Taperia, whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> you should get out a little bit more. What's a Taperia? I never even heard it's of it. It's small plates. You know, you get a lot of different food. Tapas, <laughs> you've never heard of that? Well, tapas, I heard. I never heard Taperia. <laughs> but I didn't even really know. I'll be honest. I didn't even know what tapas meant. So. <laughs> I just go to regular restaurants. I don't go to a taperia. When I go to a restaurant, I want to eat a full dish. I do not want little bits. Really? Just give me my, yeah, give me my meal. Taperia. <laughs> is, is it taperia or taperia? Uh, uh, taperia, I guess, because it's tapas. Anyway, the dude goes, he orders a seafood paella and two whiskeys at the taperia. A bill of 34 point. 85 euros, which is $36. 36 bucks, and this guy's faking a heart attack. So it shows you. Well, you know, this he's is down what I'm luck. saying. If he's making them get an ambulance and take him to the, 
ER and all that stuff, it's really draining, you know, to wherever he's eating. I got to tell you, I don't know who owns this taperia, but I love this guy, whoever he is. <laughs> the man attempted to leave without paying because he was having a heart attack. But restaurant staff stopped him and noted he still needs to pay the bill. You go have your heart attack to pay the bill. <laughs> That's great. According to EFE, citing El Buen Comer manager Moises Dominic hired this guy for our restaurant, Robin. <laughs> Moises Dominic. Dominic, uh, he, he figured it all out? Fucking guy's like, okay, you're having a heart attack? Give me your wallet and let's see that credit card, dude. Yeah, we can run Pony it real up. quick. <laughs> we just have to tap. The scammer became visibly upset. Said he was going to go get the money from his hotel room. Now he's like, oh, my money's at the hotel. Uh, when the staff refused to let him leave without paying, the man dramatically threw himself on the ground and pretended to have a heart attack. <laughs> that's like that bit on Saturday Night Live. Uh, that's the ticket. You know, he goes, um, oh, I forgot my money up in the hotel. I'll go get it. No, no, no. You can't go to the hotel. Uh, wait, I'm having a heart attack. That's the ticket. <laughs> Not fooled. The staff called the police instead of an ambulance. And the man was recognized by local authorities, according to EFE. What's EFE? Wow. Emergency. I guess it's some uh, authority over there. Yeah. The restaurateur said the man doesn't speak Spanish well, although he does seem to understand it. He understands Bill, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I guess this dude's image had been passed around to several restaurants, so they were wise yeah. to him. Rested multiple times. Anyway, there you go. Maybe you'll give story. it up now. It's not working anymore. It's a lot of fucking work, I'll tell you that. Hey, I did want to mention too over the over the weekend I noticed two people died that I do want to give special mention to. Number one, um the dude I just read his uh obituary, the dude from Lost in Space, the original Lost in Space, the the, the you know, the one with Billy yeah. Yumi. All right. Yeah. And the robot. And uh you know, remember the guy, he wasn't, the, he was like the guy, I don't even know what his name he was. He was like the second in command and he was in yeah. love with Penny, the daughter. Yeah. I think that was the older daughter. That guy died. I don't even know his name, but you know why I bring it up? I wish I had knew his name. Maybe someone will look it up for me. I'll get it. But this guy was on Lost in Space. He had an acting career before Lost in Space, but he got on there and he wasn't the main player. So he probably didn't make a lot of dough. After Lost in Space... The poor son of a bitch could not get acting work because he was so typecast from Lost in Space. His name was Mark Goddard. His real name was Chuck, but he had worked on some movie or something with another Chuck. And they said, hey, we shouldn't have two Chucks. So back in those days, the guy changed his name to Mark Goddard. He changed his name to Mark. You go on a movie and there's another guy named Chuck. You go, okay, I'll change my name. People Chuck didn't give a it, shit This Chuck yet. had it first, and so you yeah. have to change. That's how. That's the rule. If somebody else had it first, you're the one who has to change. I, I'll tell you, my reading comprehension is poor because I can't even remember the Chuck that he was on the movie with. It wasn't Chuck <laughs> Norris or somebody like that. So it was some Chuck. But anyway, Mark Goddard died. And what impressed me is after he was on Lost in Space for three years, he starred in Lost in Space for three seasons, 1965 to 68. And guess what? Couldn't get an acting job after that. that. Every it? time he, 
That's it. Afterwards, people will be like, well, you're the fucking asshole from Lost Space. Because I'm not, I was like a secondary guy. I wasn't even a main player. You can't yeah, do this I'm to me. Guy Williams. <laughs> and Guy Williams. All right. He should be typecast or the mom. <laughs> what was her name? June Lockhart or something. Uh, anyway. I forget who played the yeah. Could have anyway, the poor guy couldn't get an acting work, and you know he was in a play or something. And uh, but so what did he do? He went back to college. He got his got himself a kind of a teaching degree, and he became a teacher, like special ed or something. Really good for him. I mean, I would have died and gone to heaven if I walked in in high school and saw the guy from Lost in Space on my in my school. You might have been a good student in that class. I might have. <laughs> it might have changed my whole life. <laughs> character was a major don west major yeah. don west. he was a major he was a major and he went up in space with that family and then of course what's he what's on his mind he gets up in space there's limited chicks wants to fuck the daughter of the of the <laughs> of the main guy right away trying to fuck the daughter the whole time yeah they're trying to figure out how to get back to earth and he's only thinking about her hey boner <laughs> Do you remember the mission in Lost in Space? Where were they going, but they awesome. got lost? I don't know. Maybe it was Mars? No. No, Robin. Well, Alpha Centauri. Alpha Centauri they were going to. What's and they going couldn't find on there? <laughs> I don't know. They, for some reason, Earth wasn't good. You know, space travel's nuts. I mean, Earth wasn't good enough. You know what I mean? They had to go and find Alpha Centauri. They, they, the rocket got fucked up. They ended up on a planet that conveniently every week they go to a different planet had an atmosphere just like Earth so they could take off their helmets. Right. Yeah. Always found a planet with atmosphere. It was sort of like uh, Gilligan's Island in that sense yeah. that they could never get home, but they could get other places. It was supposed to be a serious show, but then by season two, it became sort of a comedy in a way. You know, it was so ridiculous. It was over the top. Yeah. But I love he was major. <laughs> but this is what I say, you know. It must be a really fucked up thing to be on a major television show like Lost in Space. And then you can't get acting work afterwards. And then you got to make the decision. Now, imagine your life when you're on Lost in Space, chicks. The dude was married three times. So I'm, I'm imagining hot chicks. I don't know if he was into drugs, but probably a lot of coke around. Who knows what was going on? You know, I don't know the man. Um, but whatever scene he was into, you know, he's on the number one show, Lost in Space, for three years. And uh, fucking partying, all the fun chicks. Lost in Space gets canceled. He's like, hey, this is a big deal. Now, I'm, you know, yeah, I'll just go get another job. I got a name. Job. Let me go out and get another job. And then, you know, going on an audition. Maybe you audition for uh, The Godfather or something. Uh, who's this guy? Uh, don't you recognize me? I'm Major Don West from uh, Lost in Space. Wait a second. You want to play Sonny Corleone? You're the fucking asshole from Lost in Space. No, but I would be an excellent Sonny Corleone. Sorry, dude. We're thinking about this kid Pacino. We're thinking about um, uh, James Caan. We're thinking about uh, Marlon Brando. You think I'm going to put the asshole from Lost in Space in there? Are you out of your mind? What are you... You're fucking high. Tell me you're high. Tell me this is a joke. Can you imagine The Godfather starring Major Don West? I'll, I'll, I'll be left out of show business, you fuck. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, so anyway, the guy had a come to Jesus moment, and I admire this guy. This is why I'm bringing it up. 
I, I read his obituary and I was admiring this guy. I said, this motherfucker, he put all his, he, he had humility. He, he put his pride aside and he said, okay, I'm going to go back to college. Can you imagine? Like these kids, these punk kids are probably sitting there going, isn't that Major Don West? Right. That's the guy I used to watch on uh, Lost in Space. Imagine him like he's in math class or something in college and he's sitting there going, I hear these little pricks whispering, the son of a bitches. <laughs> Telling you that's Don West. That's Major Don West. I used to watch him on Bewitch. Holy shit, man. And then he just Hi, sitting Don. there, sitting there. And then all of a sudden he goes, Some people call Fuck off. Don instead yeah, of imagine his real name. Yeah, <laughs> shut up. I'm not Don West. I'm Mark Goddard, <laughs> goddammit. I mean, imagine the shit this guy had to put up with. But uh, according Fuck to his obituary, he was never bitter. Sounds like a great guy. Never yeah. bitter. He was like, I love my acting. This is what he said. He was interviewed. He said, I love my acting years, but I also love uh, being a teacher. But I, I, shit, can you imagine? Then he goes into the classroom. You can only imagine. He shows up in class. I don't know if it said he was in special ed or what, but. You didn't maybe know what he, went, he was teaching, huh? Well, maybe he went into, I, I, I read the obituary this morning at three o'clock in the morning. I was up. I couldn't sleep. So um, I was like, maybe it was special ed because I was thinking. That's good, because a lot of those kids who are limited, they wouldn't know he's Major Don West. He probably, he was like, yeah, I got to pick a major. Maybe I'll teach. Nah, I better not teach, like, you know, kids without problems, because if I go to special ed, these kids don't know. They don't know who Don West is. Well, sometimes, though, a special ed kid would get fixated on a particular TV character. And that's all uh, they could say. Don West, Don West, Major Don West. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, here. He became a special ed teacher, yeah. What? Don West, Don West, Don West. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> hey, it's Major Don West. <laughs> Listen, you prick. <laughs> hey, guess who, that, baby! Guess who wiped my kid's drool off his face today? Major Don West from Lost in <laughs> Space. <laughs> Wow! He on his uh, the report card and uh, yeah. an eight by ten glossy. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what went on in that? Class. I want to go on this spaceship. What? <laughs> There's no spaceship. That's television. No, I saw you on the spaceship. You know, like Rayman. Three o'clock, Major Don West. Three o'clock. <laughs> Don West. <laughs> I'm the major Don West. Feet don't fail me now. <laughs> I got a whole bunch of feet to take. What? Mark Goddard decided to become a teacher at 55 years old. Wow. Hey, Mom. Hey, my teacher, Mark Goddard. Hey, Mark Goddard. <laughs> and my friend. Beam me up, Mark Beam me up, Mark Goddard. Mark Goddard. Mark Goddard. Nice. Oh, good, good for him, man. He was, yeah, that's right. a purposeful, wonderful thing to do. I'll tell you, my grades were so bad in high school. I was pretty close to special ed. Imagine, <laughs> I, I would have walked in that, I would have been, whoa, I just got reprimanded by Major Don West. I used to get, <laughs> I used to get reprimanded. Um, I was in a history class at Southside High School. I think it was probably 10th grade. And unfortunately, my teacher was the coach of the football team. Oh. And he didn't like me. I had hair down to my ass. And he used to call me a hippie. I don't even think he knew my name. 
there was another dude, this guy Jack, who hung up. Hung up. Hung, you know, he was my only friend in that class. Everybody else was in the football team, and he'd go, "You two hippies should just <laughs> quiet down." And I was like, "Uh oh, I'm a hippie. This isn't going to go well." I would have much preferred Major Don West as my teacher from Lost in Space. He would have been kind. Excuse me, Major West. I just swallowed the chalk. <laughs> well, don't worry about Major it. Um, <laughs> China Dan. China Dan. Cotton Hutton. Poor Don West. I'm, you know, teaching special, I have a special place in my heart for special ed teachers. It's a rough job. And I got to tell you something, man. When you, what a great man that he could go from being Major Don West on Lost in Space and getting pampered on that television set. Can you imagine shooting that thing and like the way he was pampered and treated and then now he had his own years old? dressing room with his name on the door. Yeah. And then he's sitting there like with these kids and yeah, it must have been trying for him. Human Major Nine One. <laughs> Major West, I have Dooney in my pants. What? I have Dooney. Dooney. You have duty in your pants. What do you want me to do? I'm Major Don West. <laughs> Kids are shitting in their lunchbox. They they, they get Damn the pants. China pan. China pants. Damn the pants. Excuse me, young man. Excuse me. I need to take control of this classroom. What is China pants? Smega cheese. Listen, you cannot talk up in class. Raise your hand. Stop saying that. Stop saying smega cheese. Stop it. Stop that it. Showbiz. That showbiz. That's not funny. I was in show business, you motherfucker. Now you quiet down so the class can learn here. I'm Major Don. I mean, I'm Mark Goddard, damn it. You listen to me, young man. This is Mother right. Teresa speaking How from the bed. <laughs> what? Mother Teresa, you're not Mother, Mother Teresa. Teresa. Speaking from the bed. I command you to stop. Yet, man. I, got, I, I got more feet to taste. <laughs> I command you to stop saying your Mother Teresa. That's disrespectful. This is Mother Teresa speaking. Stop it. Stop it. I'm the major. This is Respect Mother me. Teresa speaking from the bed. <laughs> How old was Mark Garter when he died? Uh, I'm going to say he was guy. in his 80s. I read this great guy. I respect this guy. He, he should have been promoted to general. <laughs> but uh, I respect him. I respect the fuck out of him. I mean, imagine like me. I, like, I'm a pretty famous guy. All of a sudden, there's no more show. Now I got to go back to school and become a special ed teacher. <laughs> I'm going to lose my shit. Imagine me telling my wife, honey, look, the show's over. I'm, I'm going back to college. Like, what? Yeah. Mark Goddard died at 87 years old. 87, Rob. 87, nice that's a very long life. Good for him. At 55, just, changed careers. Amazing. Amazing. Kids, quiet down. Fred, I realize we have a lot of uh, special ed kids. Quiet down, please. And don't yell yeah, out anything. Listen, young man, you stop right now. You know I'm, I was on television. I don't need this shit. You stop I'm yelling things. You jerk. I know that, sir, but I'm telling you, I'm, you're keeping me from getting two fractions today. I bitch. must teach. Bitch. What? Bitch. Listen. Bitch. Bitch. You, stop it. I stop it. Blowing my mind up. 
All right, that's it. I'm this calling the principal. Rape me for crying out loud. Listen, you can't say your dog raped you in my class. I feel like eating myself up. You stop saying the R word. That is I'm not polite. Out, baby! Listen to me. I want the I... power. Oh, God damn it. Do you know I work with Billy Mewmy? Somebody <laughs> raped me for crying out loud. All right, that's it. Back in your cage. Kids, God don't tell your parents I cage you. Like a rock <laughs> egg. Ay, ay, ay. I'm going nuts here. Anyway, uh, I think a great man, really. Yes. No. I really do. I wanted to mention him. And the other, geez, the other uh, person I wanted to mention who died is Phyllis Coates. Do you remember Phyllis Coates? Let's see if you got a good memory, Robin. Phyllis Coates. Hold on. I got to yell at one of my students. Get that tomato out of your ass. <laughs> Sorry. <Robin. laughs> I, I'm not pulling up anything for Phyllis Coates. You'll, as soon as I tell you, you're gonna you're gonna kick yourself in the head because you were a Jeopardy champion. Uh, Phyllis Coates, the first Lois Lane on TV Superman, dies at 96. Boy, I like wow. the second one, Noel Neal. I don't. Me too. Uh, Phyllis Coates didn't last long. How long was she, uh, Lois Lane? One season. Phyllis Coates, who played the reporter Lois Lane, one of the most enduring characters in popular culture in the theatrical film in the first season of the popular Adventures of Superman television series, died on Wednesday in Woodland Hills, California. She was 96. Wow. I think she was one of those gals who, like, fell in love with someone and then left the show. Maybe I'm wrong. Here, let oh. me look, take a quick look. I got her obituary here. But she was in... there. Um, what happened with Superman is someone in Hollywood had the idea, let's make a movie, a Superman movie. And they got uh, Phyllis Coates to be Lois Lane. Well, the movie never got made. But if you remember the television series, the first Superman television series, the return of the Mole Men. Remember when Superman had to go down in that sewer and there was a yeah. whole bunch of people living in Middle Earth? Well, and remember, and then Superman, the, the mole people came out with a vacuum cleaner that they pointed Superman and it fucked him up. Right. That was yeah. their super weapon, a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> it's Yeah, it was crazy. There was this episode and it was, remember, it was two parts, the episode. Uh, if, yes. I don't know if you remember. And you well, couldn't tell the mole man story in one part. Well, you know why? Because <laughs> that was going to be the movie, but they never released the movie. Ah. They made those first two episodes the start of the series. That was the movie. So. It was the craziest fucking TV show. Yeah, I'm talking about the first Superman television show. I loved it. I saw every episode 57 times. Yeah. George Reeves was Superman. And Phyllis Coates, the first season, was Lois Lane. And yeah, I actually the, hated the, the ones when she showed up as Lois. Because well, I'm so used to the one who was mostly Lois. Noel Neal, yeah. Well, yeah. this episode was so crazy. So, it turns out, in the middle of Earth lives mole men. Nobody knew this. And the mole men, I guess someone was digging for oil, some oil company. And they had this oil well. Well, all of a sudden, opens up the door, and these mole men came out. Now, you could imagine what these guys look like, because they, the, they don't have any sun. They only lived in the middle of the Earth. They never would have been on Earth except for when they they hit the, they they didn't hit oil they hit the home of the moment. The moment come out. They're little. I guess they were good little people. Yeah. But they come out 
and they dressed him up with white pancake makeup and bald wigs. And it was so obviously a wig. Like, you'd see the... Back in those days, you didn't have special effects. the, the crinkling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looked like that bozo outfit that that guy wore. <laughs> they come out, and um, Superman flies over. He wants to see what's going on. They freak out over Superman, and they pull out... I swear to God, you got to go watch this. I'm sure it's on the Internet. They pull out a vacuum cleaner. It looked like an, like the Electrolux my mom bought. Yeah, they because they, they didn't have any special props or anything, but this was their ray gun, and it was like strapped to one of the mole men. And the mole man takes the the, the vacuum cleaner handle, and he points it at Superman. Yeah, and Superman <laughs> starts. I think he got weak, or I, something happened with it. <laughs> it fucked Superman up, but it wasn't even kryptonite. I don't know what happened. Does anyone remember that episode? I mean, I'm old, so, you know, Where's I don't know. John when you need him? He he must have a mole man episode. I bet you John Hine, yeah, I bet you John Hine doesn't know. He wrote that whole fucking book about <laughs> origins of television stories and when they jumped the star shark. John, in your book, did you have the, the return of the mole man? So good. It was actually called Superman in the mole man, not return of the mole man. Superman in the mole man. Did you have that in your book? I didn't have that in my book because it oh. hadn't jumped the shark. It hadn't jumped the shark yet. Come on. I mean, <laughs> uh, but that, well, you're right, Howard. It was a movie and they split it into two episodes. It's called The Unknown People. That's the name of the episode. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the way you describe the plot is very true. And the mole men, you well, need but to what see happened them really. when, yeah, but what happened when Superman got the vacuum cleaner pointed at him? What yeah, happened? What Do you remember? In the vacuum cleaner. It was, cleaner. I, I, I think, and I'd have to look it up. I think it was some radioactive thing yeah. that, that actually, stunned him for a second he didn't and he didn't yeah. know what to do and but then i remember and i could be wrong about this like the mole men were going to get destroyed and he was concerned about that for some yeah. do you remember that like he had like I, he didn't want to wake them at the end yeah. george reeves is like patting the mole men on their bald wig yeah and then he and he sends them down like they become friends with superman and superman sends them back down and he he, he what he does is he smashes the opening to the mole men's community and saves them right you know, so they, they become friends the way they they, they yeah. can live the way they did beforehand because the the drill right. the oil drill is what caused the craziness down in uh yeah you know in the southern part of the country fucking great fucking great show so anyway noel noel neal became let me see why she left i know that she Go got ahead. offered a pot she got offered a pilot and oh. she took the pilot and they needed to Stupid. replace uh, Lois, so they brought Noel Neal in and she became Lois, and then the pilot never gets made. And so wow. she ends up being, you know, she does a lot of character parts and she's a successful actress, but she did lose the part. And Noel Neal wanted nothing to do with her because she knew what she had in that Lois Lane part. Wow. Let's see here. The Adventures of Superman TV series debuted in 1951, blah, 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 blah. Jack Larson was cub reported Jimmy Olsen. John Hamilton was Perry White. He was a good Perry White, that dude. I, yeah. And I even liked uh, Jim, uh, the Jimmy Olsen character. I don't think Miss there's Coates. ever been a better Jimmy, actually. No, you're right. He's Jimmy. Uh, Ms. Coates Lois was serious and sometimes bullheaded, but she sometimes needed Superman to save her. Yeah, like every episode. <laughs> Lois was an archetypal damsel in distress. Seems like uh, this. Um, she might have been a pain in the ass, Phyllis Coates, because she this uh, Coates lady, huh? Yeah, she didn't want to be such a. Di she didn't want to be weak, you know, to like Superman strong. And evidently, uh, Noel Neal had no problem. So she 
ran off to a pilot that never got made with a woman, I suppose, of substance. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, New Adventures of Superman, Statement of Misunderstanding. I don't know. Anyway, she died, so I thought that was worth mentioning. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's a long obituary. I'm sure like five people remember. <laughs> well, you know what it says? Here she left for the pilot. Meanwhile, people still all these years later know her as uh, Lois Lane. Yeah, the part she didn't want. Ms. Ms. Press, she somehow related to this whole story, said the difficult working conditions and a desire to play other roles led Miss Coates to leave the series. Difficult working conditions? Well, I guess yeah. when they're using a vacuum cleaner for the, yeah. <laughs> the It's kind of gun. embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, listen. Pretend uh, this vacuum cleaner here is a ray gun. <laughs> and now I want you to act like you're weakened by it, Superman. I mean, whatever your name is, George. Mr. Reeves. Mr. Reeves. she was also a star of a serial panther girl of the congo in which she rode an elephant Uh, oh she got all the best parts (laughs) (laughs) she was on she did a walk she she did something on leave it a beaver like her husband norman toker she that was her husband and he was directing leave it a beaver so he got her Uh, hey look got uh Got Superman's girlfriend to interact Got with the you beaver. Some lines. Yeah. <laughs> I think I used to beat off to Noel Neal. I don't know if I beat off to Phyllis Coates. I remember Noel Neal would walk around in like a a, a a tight skirt with it was up to her calves, and I was quite enchanted with her. I was and very that hat was like plastered to her yeah. head. That hat was pinned never to her head. Off. Yeah, I think they pinned it into her into her brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a break. When I come back, I'm going to play a phony phone call. Uh, you know my impression yes. that I do of uh, Travis Kelsey's uh, agent. Uh, you know, oh uh, yes, old Taylor Swift. Yeah, I, I got a good one for you. You'll love it. It's a real ball buster. And I do, you know, I can't. I don't watch football, and I'm sorry now. I don't because I would really love to watch this whole Travis Kelsey. Uh, Taylor Swift thing play yeah, out. Yeah, I'm and missing now, it too. I don't. I see the shots after. I called the whole thing totally wrong. I thought that Taylor Swift's management was going to say, "Show you know." The first time she showed up at a Travis Kelsey game, I thought that was going to be it. And if Kansas City made it into the playoffs, then Taylor Swift would show up again. But she's going every week to every the game. game. It's like she's in love. Like she's married. And now she's become besties with um, Patrick Mahomes' wife, who's so cute. Yeah. And I think Taylor looked at, like now the two of them stand next to, next to each other in the box, in the special box. That, I don't know what this Rooting box is. Rooting for their men. <laughs> and when when um, when Mahomes threw a touchdown to Travis, the two of them had a. Did you know about this? I just learned about no, it this morning from no. the guys. They have Mahomes' wife and Travis and and Taylor Swift have a special like handshake that they do. Like, you know, like uh, when people do like a special high five into right, a handshake. Yeah, like um and, and they bump Gleason titties. used to have that in the honeymooners with yeah, uh, and they, Norton. And they and they bump titties. Yeah. Like yeah, when they, Norton and J- Jackie yeah. Gleason would do that thing where when they were both raccoons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they belong to the secret raccoon lodge. 
They had the raccoon handshake. That's what Travis, like, it's fucking unbelievable. Titties. Patrick Mahomes' wife and Taylor Swift, as soon as there's a touchdown, they cut to them, and it's a whole Mishagas. I mean, fucking people titty bumping. So now people are going to be mimicking the Taylor Mahomes handshake. People, you and I are going to be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking crazy. And I mean, Travis Kelsey couldn't be any bigger. They're constantly showing him and showing Taylor Swift. I mean, it's unfucking believable. I think the NFL must be paying her because they know. say that, you know, the number of young women who are now interested in nfl football is off the charts you know like that number keeps going up and up and up i can tell you something here this is crazy too you'll love this so now they have stats they're saying travis kelsey is a lot better at playing football when taylor swift is at the game He's averaging 99 yards a game. Really? And it says, this is funny, left to his own devices. Imagine this, <laughs> left to his own devices, 46 and a half yards. That's half. So, yeah. He has doubled his output. Yeah, that's right. Pussy is awesome. Pussy is the greatest. It is. Pussy is making him, like, he wants to please He's his like woman. He's like a Superman now because yeah. she's in the stands. By the way, that Brittany Mahomes is quite a looker, and Patrick got her, and like they were high school sweethearts, so that's impressive. Yeah, but I'm sure I don't know in high where school, he went to high school, <laughs> hot chick high school. No, but you know what it is. He was the star football player, I'm sure, and she was and, probably oh, the hottest girl. <laughs> Travis Kelsey's averaging twice as many yards per game since Taylor started attending. Can you fucking imagine? Well, now they better pay her to keep her on board so that he continues to be a standout. I told my client, don't lose this girl. <laughs> this girl is the ticket. Did you hear what the Chiefs head coach just said? What? Quote, Taylor Swift can stay around all she wants. Unquote. Unquote. <laughs> I am telling you, pussy is better than steroids. Robin, I swear to God, Mr. Kelsey is what I call my client now. I used to call him Travis. Now I call him <laughs> Travis Swift because this young man was playing well. Do not get me wrong, but now he is playing like he's on the juice. And all it oh is is pussy. Oh, my goodness. What do you do if he and... And Taylor break up and he you wants to I go do? back down to like his 40 something oh. percent. Hey, Vey, you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> I'm going to lace his morning cereal with pussy juice from Taylor <laughs> Swift. I'm storing it up. <laughs> I told him, forget the gym. Munch that box. <laughs> that pussy is like Popeye spinach, Robin. I'm telling you. There's another Super Bowl ring up in between those thighs. <laughs> All you got to do is stick with your woman. Jeez, I never would have imagined this. Uh, listen, 
I represent over 25 uh, athletes. All right. Uh Yes. Over 25 athletes. (laughs) I've been in this business and I've made a lot of coin in this business. All right. (laughs) But I've never had a client who was dating Taylor Swift. It's a phenomenal. I'm telling you. Uh, to hell with steroids. But to double his his yardage. Yes, this is almost unheard of. And the the, the kid, he's not on it. He's just with Celebrity Beaver. Excuse my French. I know you're a lady and you're a classy one at that. I gotta say, I didn't mean to say Beaver, but okay, sometimes things slip. Thank you. you know, I'm getting all psyched up with the amount of money I'm going to be making. You're doing uh, what I've uh, whatever her name is would call locker Swift. room talk. Yes. Locker room talk is what we're doing, if you don't mind, because I'm a guy and you're a woman and you know what that means. <laughs> but I said to this guy, eat your way to glory, Travis. Do whatever it takes. <laughs> Be like Ronnie Mund every night. Get in that sack and make something happen. Rest your penis between the ass cheeks. Whatever you got to yeah. do, don't lose this girl. Well, this is a know, wonderful she's, thing. She's going on tour. What's he going to do hey, I, well, when she's on tour? I got a plan. I I think what we're going to do is as soon as the offseason goes, uh, Travis is going to be traveling with Taylor Swift. He's not going to let her out of his sight. <laughs> You'll never see Taylor Swift alone again. Oh, He's going to be like an appendage. He's never going <laughs> to leave her side. Everywhere she goes, she goes to dinner, Travis, because he could lose her. Trust me. The kid's as dumb as a box of rocks. <laughs> I told him that. I said, you better you better not lose her. Well, you I was Taylor watching Swift? something. Wait a minute, because this has happened before. What? Uh, this happened in tennis when Andre Agassi was That's dating right. Brooke Shields. That's right. And me... they got married thank and you. Andre started losing matches. Yeah, thank you for saying that because... Uh, Gee whiz. I mean, look, this is a, this is a big deal. Do you know that Taylor Swift's concert movie was number one at the U.S. box office for the second week in a row? For the second weekend. I didn't check this weekend. She was number one again. It beat Killers of the Flower Moon. That's the new Scorsese film and they say it's really good. Scorsese, Schmorsese. (laughs) Taylor Swift's our ticket. The Chiefs have five wins and zero losses since Taylor showed up at the first game. Did you know that? But they lost yesterday, didn't they? Uh, no, they won. Didn't I they? thought they became five and one yesterday in game no. six. They won yesterday because Taylor yeah. was at the game. I'm afraid she doesn't go to the game. We're going to be in big trouble. And the I'm telling team you, will this be is- off. <laughs> You know what happens to a lot of these guys, and I told this to Travis Kelsey, that they, they become, let's say Pete Davidson, you once, you become like a hot chick magnet, then they start dating more hot chicks, and that's what's going right. to end it, because, you know, but the kid's not, listen, Travis Kelsey, I don't know, if he, he he's not the brightest bulb, I mean, he, you know, he was a student of Major Don West, if no. you can't find Drift, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're right. They, couple, they scored big yesterday. Yeah. Uh, seven, uh, 31 to 17. If Taylor's there, they win. That's it. Anyway, so I made a, a phone call as uh, the agent. Yeah. Which I'm going to play for you. 
But first, Helen. Helen, go ahead in Indiana. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. Love you, Howard. Hey, I'm just calling in. I am what I'm calling to say Travis Kelsey is what me and my sisters call white chocolate. This is is going to be one of the most nearest things that uh, what's your name is going to get to be with a black guy like he's the closest he has the schlong he has the swag and if there's see what is happening helen and you're proving my point going on here i'm going to tell you what's happening (laughs) i saw it with pete davidson the comedian from saturday night live he started dating ariana grande and suddenly women, you know, I was watching, I watched Pete when he hosted, he hosted Saturday Night Live yes, last week. Yeah. And even I'm watching it and I go, boy, Pete's a good looking guy. Now, what? I'm telling you, yeah, I'm sitting there watching. <laughs> I go, no wonder these girls are going, you become, you, when a guy gets that much famous pussy, you start to go, he is good looking. <laughs> and Travis Kelsey, I'm telling you, not, not a bad looking guy, don't get me wrong, but now women are going like, he is white chocolate. This is what's going yeah. on. This guy. Yeah. But he's got to stay with her, you know. But he might get seduced by this new Playboy image. And then everywhere he goes, women are going to be throwing themselves. Like Helen here is ready right. to jump he's on gonna him. He's going to have to dodge the pussy. Yeah. Coming at nope. <laughs> No, and t- Taylor's got to be able to do some tricks to hold on to a guy like that. Because no. those kind of guys, I married white chocolate. Those type of guys, like... <laughs> They want you to blow them while they're watching their highlights. They, I mean, there's so yeah. much to it. You've got to, you've got to come up with their A game. And I think Taylor's, Taylor, I mean, she's hanging in there. And I didn't think this well, was that. T- Travis Kelsey was interviewed uh, on one of Andy Cohn's shows, uh, you know, the, the Real Housewives. And one of the Real Housewives right. said, hey, Travis, this was before Taylor Swift. What do you, do you have to have blowjobs? And he goes, oh, if I don't get blowjobs. Something like, hey, I'm out of the relationship. It's a deal breaker is what yeah. he said. It's a deal breaker. Women should breaker. date me. Sounds like I don't a e- deal breaker to me. I don't care about blowjobs. I just want you to kiss me. Right. <laughs> Let me put it in. You know what I mean? Um, but, um, I mean, is Taylor Swift blowing this guy every minute? Or, like, or, or, uh, I told him to ease up on the blowjob stuff. I said, ixnay on really? ojob blay. Yeah. Uh huh. Sure. <laughs> I told him that because he's going to lose her. Robin, when you're dating a guy like, you know, in the beginning of the relationship, you will blow him a lot, right? And then as time goes on, you stop with the blowjobs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I (laughs) I mean, there are some women who like it. They say they like it. I don't. But you really don't, right? What they like. (laughs) There's no way women, there's no way women like blowing a guy. I mean, it's disgusting. (laughs) There's no way. Facials. I love it. I love it. I good for I, you. I've been married for over twenty four years, and I still love the excitement of knowing when my husband comes home. He's, he's had a tough day, and I know how to make him feel better and relax a little. I, I mean, but it's give and take. It goes both ways for both of us. But I'm telling you, Taylor is doing some tricks. She's holding on to this guy, and I'm impressed because I didn't, I, I didn't want this to last. Because I see it a different way. I see him holding on to her. She's a billionaire and she's hot. I mean, what the hell? And she can sing. I can, I see it that way, but I'm, there's something about, about him. He is total white chocolate. (laughs) All right, honey. We heard that. Take it easy. See what's happening? This is what I'm talking about. This is what's happening. This is why. Well, I really would, uh, like to know how they negotiate in the bedroom. Who's got the power? I don't know. 
I like going down. You know, maybe women do. Some women might like giving blowjobs. I always enjoyed going Some down do, on a woman. Yeah. But I was never good at it, you know. Although a couple of the gals seemed to really be writhing when I was doing it. I have to well, say, you know, everything, every person is different and some yeah. people are easily stimulated. Some people a little bit harder. 69! I, I never knew what I was doing. I'll be honest, because I would just lick the general area. I didn't even know where the clitoris <laughs> was. I would just like, well, I like was shocked lap, the like other a, day when you really yeah. didn't know where the clitoris was. I was like, didn't know oh, the clitoris. Oh, I never even knew it. I didn't even know what the Volvo was. Uh, I didn't even know. <laughs> the Volvo. I was sitting there. Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought that was an internal Maybe. thing. You said oh, it's all the outside of the vagina. Yeah, and the vagina's I, um, inside. My technique would be like, you know, in the heat of passion, I would, uh, I would go down there and I'd lick the upper half. You know. <laughs> and some, you kept it the upper half. <laughs> upper half. Yeah, because I know that's where the action is. Nobody wants my tongue down below. So I would just lick the upper half for like like a dog, like a dog having water. I'd be like, <laughs> and, and I figured going rapidly, flicking rapidly would be good. Really? But I can't imagine. I don't know. Sometimes I, I remember in the beginning, I would be licking the belly button. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> Could have been under the elbow for all I know. But I, uh. Yeah, so I would just lick that general area until I saw some movement, maybe. Some noise I don't or know. some movement, yeah. Noise or movement. I don't know if I was seeing discomfort or actual <laughs> orgasming. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Someone was moving away. And then I would do that for like a minute or two till I saw like the woman thrusting upwards toward my mouth. Like, you know, like. And then right, I would, right. I, would say, I think I did this that, long that enough. That you consider, oh, she's ready. I guess, but who knows? <laughs> like maybe she wanted it more, maybe she wanted it less. I don't ask. Because if you ask, you look like a lame-o, you know what I mean? I'd be like, oh, that's would the you worst. Like, would you like me to lick more, or would you like, um, yeah, you know, like, or would you would you prefer I enter you now? <laughs> I'm not gonna ask. So I just lick for like, I'll do two minutes down there, like you know, like a snake, <laughs> like a lizard. <laughs> yeah, right on the upper half. <laughs> On the Mons Vernus. And uh, that's why I never liked the uh, women who had a bush. Get that hair in your teeth. Come out like a like a Chia pet. <laughs> but I, uh, you know, and then I'd lick that area and uh, seemed like a couple, couple of the couple of the women said to me, um, I liked it, but not a lot of them. Most of them didn't really. Most of them commented. You know, they, they didn't comment. They just kind of <laughs> never saw them anymore. <laughs> they skedaddled. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I vividly remember going there and thinking, you know, I should probably take a class or something. But they didn't have the Internet. They those, didn't have porn back then. Those didn't exist. Classes didn't no. exist. And then, like, you have to, I don't know, even know that I, I, I guess if you lick the clitoris, uh... Directly, you know, like gently, that's a good thing. But I'm think I could, you can also go too hard on it. At the very beginning, for sure, you don't want to get too. Hmm. What do you do? You just like flick you, it you're so, clip, but you, softly. You just softly, yeah. Oh, oh, I don't have time for that. I got to get down. Well, that.
that's another way to tell because when a woman can take more stimulation, mm. it means she's turned on. Oh, I see. Right, and where were you? Right, and take the right lip in. <laughs> oh, he's got the right. information. He's got it right. He's slowly licking and he stop. Thank you, Lenny. Lenny Dykstra. Thanks, pal. Any other tips? That's Any, it? Ain't it a shame Robin, that only Lenny knows. fucking good. <laughs> He's the only Anything guy Anything else, Robin? Because it's time for me to eat that pussy. Thank you. Hey, Kathy. Kathy in New Jersey. Hi, Howard. Hi, Robin. Hi. How are you? All right. Hello. Good. Thank you. Yes, Hi. Kathy. What can I... Yes. Robin, Captain Dennis w lived across the street from me growing up. All right, we don't care. Go okay. ahead, Kathy. So What's anyway, on your mind? Uh, special Ed. I worked in Special Ed for 30 years, and there's... I appreciate you appreciating Special Ed. And I also hey. want to say this. There's different types of Special Ed. There's, like, really dangerous kids in Special Ed. Like gang, yep. gang kids, because I did it for 30 years. Well, you know what? Captain Don West had gang members. <laughs> Captain Don West, Major Don West, as I pointed out, now this Major, is a throwback yeah. to 20 minutes ago, but Major Don West was on Lost in Space, and he became a special ed teacher at 55 years of age, and, I'm, and I commend him for that. He's my hero. I mean, to leave Hollywood and to then humble yourself and to go back to college and become a special ed teacher and then walk into that classroom after you were in a major television show, that takes, you know, but it's a it, smart move. Nobody was hiring the son of a bitch. Yep, yep. I give him a lot of credit because it's not and an You could imagine. <laughs> I should write a Some book. Some guy's like, hey, man, I was in a gang. And I'm like, well, I was Major Don West, so fuck off. <laughs> I was in a gang. It was called Lost in Space. <laughs> yeah, we went, we went, we were in search of Alpha Centauri and we didn't find it. <laughs> we never got the conclusion. All right, Kathy, you're my hero too, okay? You, you're good. Christian, you're on the air in California. Howard, good morning. Hello, Miss Quivers. Good morning. Um, I'm a little bit nervous. I'm sorry. I've been listening to you since the Billy West days. Um, no, man, anyway, that's a long time ago. Billy West, man. Do you ever talk to him? No. Hmm. Okay. I just remember all the March shots times. And yeah, it was terrific. All right. What, what can I do for you, Christian? I mean, I'd love to walk okay. down memory lane oh, okay. from 50 years ago. Yeah. I understand. Um, well, uh, unfortunately, um, I, I've maintained a, um, a heroin addiction and I'm going to prison at 54. And I, I don't know. I just wanted to talk to you about that a little bit in about. Fentanyl. Why are they sending you to prison? Usually they um, were you dealing or something? No, um, the problem is, is when I was young, I, you know, the three strikes law, it's still uh, in effect. Pe people think it's not, but I, I, I have a, a burglary from when I was 18, right out of high school and I'm 54 now, but they still use it against me. And I was caught with some Xanax pills and yeah, they're sending me to prison based on how that. long, how long are you going for three years. You ever been in prison before? 
this will be my fourth or fifth time. Oh, well, then you know the drill. I I do, but at my age, you would think I would maybe grow up, but um, it's it's the heroin. Let me say something to you. Yes, sir. It is a it is a disease, man. You, hey, uh, first of all, I'm going to send you some naked pictures of JD to take to prison with you. You can trade those for uh, <laughs> cigarettes. Listen exactly. to me. This heroin, you know, look at how it got him, and you know, it's got it. It's got this dude in its grip. I mean, the guy's life's a disaster. You know, I remember David Crosby, rest in peace. Poor guy. In order to kick his addiction, they sent him to prison for years. I mean, he just couldn't get it under control. The only time these guys can really be controlled is if they lock them in a cage and a fentanyl do you think is... you're going to try to kick the heroin this time Got no choice. i'd like to say I, i'd like to say yes i mean of course while i'm gone but it, for some reason i don't have any kids i'm not married and it, it's i kind of say to myself who am i hurting and and i always resort back i don't know i I, I need something to to make me one day say it's time. Because I know haven't what, found that yet. You are not alone. Not that this is any consolation. There's an article today, I think it was in the Times, about fentanyl. It is so out of oh. control in this country. I forget, over 100,000 people died from it uh, a year this past year. Something like that. Yeah. Some stat that's staggering. There's so much addiction. In fact, there was a program set up to try to help people like yourself. And I don't know, it just, they spent a fucking fortune, you know, one of these billion dollar programs. And um, they just can't fucking figure out how to help people with this. Fentanyl is so cheap. It's so cheap to manufacture that everyone, you know, is ODing on it. They're, they're addicted. And well, a lot of times. It's in other drugs too, you know. Like that's right. Yeah, you're just doing I know now. so many people who have died. I I couldn't even tell you how many people I know have died, and um, yeah. half of them didn't know they were taking it. Yeah, it was that's these, right. these cartels or whatever. They're they're putting it in other things, so you can't even experiment anymore. Like back when you know when you were younger and stuff, you take a like a Percocet, and it's got fentanyl in it, and you're 18 and drop dead. It's crazy. Twenty to 2022, the fact 107,000 people died from drug overdoses in the United seven in the United States. 107,000. Yeah, and that's most of your crime, crazy. petty theft, all that car theft, all that shit. That's all drug addicts just trying to score. I. Have always said, I've been saying this back in the day when I was, you know, first on the radio and people cared about my opinion. Legalize all drug use. Let it be run by clinics. Let a guy, you know, there used to be methadone clinics. I don't know if that's still around, but there are ways of treating people. Let, let doctors give these guys drugs. It's a, it gets you in your grip. Christian, you ever blow a dude for heroin? No, I'm very, I'm very hetero. But like, now how, you're in how, how, I'm, I'm trying to guess how bad your addiction is. Like, did you ever do anything so fucking weird because you were addicted that, like, you even well, went well, against? Fortunately, I'm, I'm, I'm educated, and right. um, I've been able to maintain my habit um, without having to get too, too crazy. 
just right. like little, little. I've been able to hustle enough, not anything sexual, but I, I'm I, like I said, I, I speak the King's English. I have a bachelor's degree. Um, I, I, you know, I've done a lot of things, and I've just been able to maintain my habit. Yeah, so why are you going to prison is a good point. Yeah, I don't understand how you're going to prison if you're doing so well. Unfortunately, with the the three strikes, um, there's no washout period. So you could commit a crime from the 1800s, and it would count against you Wasn't the three strikes uh, law of Nelson Rockefeller back in the day? Well, here in New York, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Where are you? Yeah, this is California law. California law. Yeah, and like I said, I... I, uh, I I was well. I was. I had a public defender tell me if I didn't take a plea bargain, I'd get raped in prison when I was eighteen. Because I I didn't burglarize a house even. I mean, I, that's a whole another story. But um, yeah, the public defender. I'll never forget it. He said, if you don't take this plea bargain, you're going to go. And 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 so I got scared when you. I mean. Oh, yeah. Once you're in, once yeah, you're in the legal the system, where did the other two strikes come from? That was one strike. No, no, no. All you need is one. So now, oh. once you have a strike, any felony is magnified. It's doubled at eighty percent. If that makes any wow. sense. He's only got so, two strikes. Imagine if he had three. Well, that's the things they've changed, uh, uh, um, like regarding, like, um, like remember the guy with the pizza. Do you guys remember that story? He stole no. a pizza and got life. No, oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. We, I, I, I believe you. You, you remember that one? Yeah, it's one of those crazy stories where you know. Hey, listen. Well, well, yeah, Christian. I don't know what yes, to sir. tell you. Based on what you're saying, I'm feeling bad for you right now. I'm sitting here getting upset. Uh, it doesn't seem, I mean, I don't know your whole history. I don't know. And, and drug addicts do tend to lie sometimes, but you know, you don't know what's real and what isn't, but just doesn't seem like, a, it just doesn't seem fair to me. Not that life's yeah, fair, but. I don't know why we're not sending him for treatment yeah. as opposed to another person another in the, in the legal system. Prison prison. system. If, mm-hmm. if you have a strike, you're not, um, you, you, you're not qualified for, for any treatment. That's why I always go to prison. I go to prison for any little thing. Three years is a long fucking time, man. I well, I he know won't guys do who the whole three years if he yeah good. you don't you don't do <laughs> he'll do if he does a year he can go bonkers. Are you kidding? A year in jail is hard. It's so lame in there. You have no idea. But, I don't want to know. That's why I do everything stuff. to avoid it. <laughs> that's why I ain't doing heroin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, unfortunately it's 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 fantastic but it's not you know what i mean it's, yeah. it, it would be it would be wonderful if it was didn't create all the chaos that comes with it all right christian but, i gotta go i'm sorry when are you going into the jail when are you going well I, tomorrow i'm going to talk to my lawyer um but my court date is um thursday all right, I pal. think I have to turn myself in. But um, yeah, I I I, uh, I love all of you guys, and, and even even the Martian there, Fred. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you so much for hearing me out. And um, you're the best. Man. You can't retire. You can't. 
I hope you can get serious in prison. I mean, that's something they should allow the prisoners to have serious XM. I hope so. Hey, I'll, I'll quit if you don't. If you don't, how about that? All right. You never retire, and I'll quit. All right, pal. I don't know if you're going to get that, but just you know, just say no. Isn't that what Nancy Reagan said? I have no that's advice. What she for said you. it was easy. Just say no. Yeah. All right, pal. That's Take care. Great. That's Christian okay. going to prison day. with that fucking heroin. Oof. Ay, ay, ay. Doesn't sound like fun. Somehow he still can't stop doing it. I got to pee, but there's so many people on the phone here. Heroin. I got clean from it five years ago. Opioids. Brother was addicted and killed my father. Heroin. Brother's stepson was found dead from it. Eating out. As a woman, I also don't know what to do. Oh, (laughs) that's the other topic. (laughs) I want to talk to all of you. Two topics on the board. If you guys can hold on, I'll talk to you, but I got to go pee. And I got to play the phony phone call, too, as Travis Kelsey's agent. And it's already 9 o'clock. I've been talking what? for two straight hours over here. Oh, my and, goodness. Uh, yeah, all right. I'll come right back. If you can hold on, I'll get to everybody. And I got a million things to play for you. And um, uh, and then I'll play me calling a sports radio show uh, as Travis Kelsey's uh, agent. And, uh, and everything that we've got get back to business. So this is uh, Travis Kelsey's agent calling a sports show. I like this sports show. We've called this show before. How many times have we called this sports show? I like this guy. He gets all frazzled whenever we call. All he wants to do is talk sports and all we do is bust his balls. Eh, okay. Nobody's answering my question. We've called this uh, show before, right? Hmm. I think we're his only caller, honestly. We've called him multiple times. Yeah, Chris can has he probably ever, fill you in. Has he ever gotten a call from anyone beside us? It seems like his show is one of those internet shows where no one calls in and he sits there and he talks sports by himself. And then he gets excited that there's a phone call and then we ruin it for him. Is that pretty much the MO? That's exactly right. His only, right. We're his only caller. <laughs> I love his reaction. All right, here he is, Travis Kelsey's agent calling a sports show. Everyone's making it, they're making such a big deal out of, you know, the Taylor Swift. Yeah, show her just a couple of times and then, and then why, shouldn't they just be focusing on the game? They've got to be focusing on the game on the field. We, we have a call already. Let's see. Yes, hello, y'all, New Sports. Listen here. All the news organizations are talking about Travis Kelsey. Yes. Travis, you need to marry Taylor Swift, and then you will be famous forever. You munch that box. There's gold in them there, panties. I know what famous pussy means. I have no interest in Taylor Swift. Don't call me about Taylor Swift. You gotta (laughs) knock her up before the CPE brain damage kicks in, and you're drooling all over your... Don't don't call don't call me about Taylor Swift. Call me about football. Hello, Travis. Get Taylor Swift addicted to your cock before you're paralyzed below the waist. This this is this is this is a this is a this is a, this is a radio show. You want to talk about Taylor Swift or anything along those lines? I don't want to do that. I want that's, to- that's right. You don't, but I do. This is a big deal. I'd finish inside Taylor Swift. No. Like give birth to a nice baby. Then she can't. No. No. <clears throat> no. Ride that girl till the wheels fall off, baby. I have no I have no interest in Taylor Swift. I'm more interested in, in the football. If I'm going to get one more Taylor Swift call, I'm going to hang up on them. Hello? 
Travis, you gotta load up on famous beaver before no. you get your brain scrambled. You know, Tra- Travis Kelsey needs to be focusing on, on football. Fucking Taylor Swift is winning the pussy Super Bowl. Enough, enough of Taylor Swift. It's about the players on the field. Hello? Hey, man, I'm here with a bunch of fans who love football. <laughs> yes. Go Chiefs. Yes. Where, where, are, where are your seats? I'm. Where, where, are you are you sitting in, in the high level? Are you sitting in the low level? Seats? We're not at a football game. We're at the movie theater watching Taylor Swift. Sing with us. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to. This isn't. This is not a music show. This. this hey, look. I'm. I'm. I, 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 that's it. I, I, you know what? I have to end. I have to end my show now. <laughs> we love that guy. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine anyone's listening to that show. I mean, no offense to well, the guy. how did the agent get through so many times? There's nobody on the <laughs> Yeah, but we're his only caller. <laughs> Chris does a pretty good impression of that guy. And I, I, sit, I sat with him all morning and we're just, we're just really? re- recreating it. Yeah, I go, Taylor Swift, man. He's got to get that beaver. <laughs> and the guy's, yeah, Chris, do it. <laughs> Uh, 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 could you please, could you please focus on sports, please? I'm, I'm not, I'm not here to talk about, I'm not here to talk about Taylor Swift. Thank you. Okay. Please. All right. And then say, uh, okay, I'm going to take a phone call, but only about, okay. fo- oh, but only about oh, football. Oh, I have another phone call. Oh my God. Please only talk about sports. Okay. Uh, hello. You're in Richmond, Liverpool. Hello. Hey, listen to me. This, Hi. this Travis Kelsey's got to get her beaver pregnant. I'm telling no, you. No, okay. Anyway, we only only would do sports today. Thank you. I'm gonna end my show now. Taylor Swift. Gotta, Taylor Swift. That's a real please, cat. You okay. you gotta talk about Taylor Swift. We no, we're not talking. We're, we're not talking about Taylor Swift in the show today. We, we, we are not. We, please, if you ever if you ever gonna call me, talk about sports. Thank you. I'll tell you what. Never mind steroids. This this uh, uh, Travis Kelsey should just live on pussy juice. He's playing no, the no, best oh. football. He's playing the best football of his career just from her pussy juice. No, please. There's no, gold the between Taylor Swift's legs. I'm telling you, you've got to oh. talk about it. I'm going to take that phone call, but I better not be about Taylor Swift. You I'm ever see a? You ever see a? You ever see a uh, Super Bowl ring, sir? Yeah, of course. Yeah, the Chiefs. Are gonna, well, guess what? There's one in up. Taylor Swift's vagina. If Travis Kelsey hey, plays okay, it right, please. Is that enough? Okay, I'm gonna have to end my show. You better talk about it. Don't hang up on me. I'm gonna hang up because I, I really, I really, uh, hey, I, hey. No, I really, I, I really, I really, I really. <laughs> we, he gets stuck. He gets stuck guy. in these loops. Oh, he's the best. And he's on every day. And he does like a two-hour show oh, every, day. every like, day. He's very cons. Oh yeah, he he's does very every day. So every he must day. make a living out of it. Yeah. No, there's no way. There's no way. I think I think he just does it because he likes sports. But he's that one guy. He's the one show. Whenever you call him, instantly you will be picked up on. There's no. It's he'll be mid send. <laughs> oh, oh, I have a phone call. I hope. I hope have you ever terrible? Have you have you? Sir, I'm being serious. Have you yeah. ever heard yeah. him with another caller? Does he get other Absolutely calls? Absolutely not. Oh, <laughs> Absolutely wow. not. No. No, I mean most of these shows don't, but I've no, I've never heard him with anyone. But I know if if he was on now, I could call him now and be on the air within five seconds. That's a take guarantee. a uh, take a phone call again. Okay. Um, I, oh oh oh, we have a phone call. I hope it's about uh, sports and football. Hello. Yeah, it's about football, sir. 
Okay, but great. Don't you agree that Taylor Swift's titties equal no. touchdowns? No, no, I, I, no, because I, you, you, I, I really, I really, I really don't want to talk about Taylor Swift. What are you doing, me? Very, um, I want to talk about football. Okay, okay, I'll talk football. Okay, don't you please. agree? Don't yes. you agree that um, Taylor Swift's private parts are an opportunity to excel at a sport? No, because no. Excuse me. The only opportunity in Richard Miller oh, oh, to talk okay. about sport, and what you were doing. If, uh, no, I'm going to end my show now. I'm gonna, in fact, I'm going into retirement. Okay, I'll That's ask ridiculous. a sports question. <laughs> I'll ask about the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, okay. Don't you love yeah. when Taylor Swift titty bump Brittany Mahomes? No, I. Uh, I don't love titties. that. I don't. I please. Is it family show for children? That's the other thing Brittany he says. Mahomes. Family show. Oh, is that what he says? A family it's show a, for children? It's a family show for, for sports fans and children and family. And you, You're this, telling this, me what? as a man you didn't get excited when Brittany Mahomes, Titty Bump, Taylor no. Swift, those two <laughs> hot rods were sitting there with their titty nips against each other? <laughs> I'm here for, for the only thing that gets me excited is sports and people patting the ball and doing touchdowns. This interview, I don't want to speak to you. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm ending right, my right, show I'll, again. I'll ask a question about football. Don't you okay. think Taylor Swift's squirt is more powerful than Gatorade because oh. Travis Kelsey doubled his uh, reception uh, yardage? Uh, I, I, I don't know what you're even talking about with, with Gatorade because I wasn't even drinking that. And hey, I want to talk about football, please. Hey, loser. Hey. loser. I bet you watch the <laughs> Chiefs games with your pants down. I bet you. Because you're beating off game. to Taylor Swift, a hottest okay, chick, yeah, and uh, makes billions. I'm really done with you now, sir, because I'm giving you multiple channels. You keep talking. You're going to talk about sports. You leave <laughs> me alone. Sports. <laughs> sports. I called him once. I said, uh, uh, "Hello, uh, I really believe. I really believe you're stealing. You're stealing my entire. You're stealing my entire act." <laughs> oh yeah, we remember that call. <laughs> That was good. And then, Will, and then Will reminded me there's one. I don't know if it's a. <laughs> I really forgot this. We called him so many times. There's one where, like, I got he, I got him to get me so upset. <laughs> I ran into traffic. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then he was just annoyed. He was like, uh, okay, please, can you do that in some other show? Because I'm trying to run sports. And then apparently my mother, <laughs> my mother called to yell at him. Yeah. Oh my! And he was like, oh, I'm, I'm very, yeah, and he was like very unsympathetic. He's like, I'm very sorry about you. It's a terrible thing, but we're, we're trying to talk sports here. So this is a sports <laughs> show, so please, so you have anything to say about sports? Nice, Thanks, love that guy. The other thing is, it's about the men on the field. It's about the men on the field. It should be about the men on the field. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh, here's this woman who. Doesn't know how to eat out women. You're a lesbian. You don't know how to eat out women, huh? Are you talking to me, Emily? Yeah, Emily. Hi, I am not a lesbian. I am a heterosexual woman, and I don't know how to be eaten out. Oh, uh, yeah. You don't know how to be eaten out. <laughs> Correct. I, uh... I, I find it extremely uncomfortable, like awkward, and like not sure what I'm missing. Are you sure you never dated me? I'm not, honestly. Yeah. I mean, for years, I'm like, you know, all these guys, I find it is increasing. Almost every like, woman I, I was like, with uh, little, said the same exact face. thing. I find it awkward, and I'm not sure what's going on. Right, and nah. like every once in a sometimes you feel like a good feeling, but it's certainly not going to, it doesn't need, 
it's not going to get me all the way. So, like, what what are we doing here, everyone? <laughs> I'll tell you what. I wouldn't even mind if, like, some woman said to me, you know what, Howard, even at your age, I'm going to give you pussy-eating lessons. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell, tell you what, exactly Howard, what to I do. Have, I have tried to tell men, I, listen, I'm really, it's, it's okay. I'm great without it. And then they find it as a challenge. And then there you are, stuck again, being like, yeah, great. Well, I nice. can tell you one thing. <laughs> I could think of two, maybe three women who I think really enjoyed when I ate them out. But it was a total accident. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I was just licking around that whole it thing. Was hit or miss with you. <laughs> I think oh, these, when you were I saying these, earlier about. I think these gals just really uh, liked me a lot. And mm-hmm. so, therefore, no, even just like you know, you licking weren't around even sure that, area. that they really liked it. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I you don't were think... saying about well, when she throws upward, sometimes I just do that because I'm like, I guess I should do something. I mean, it feels mm. good. It's not horrible, but I'm just like, it's not. I mean, it's not a porno where I'm like, oh. Well, you just confirmed my worst fears. I believe no well, women not. like it when I, I do it. You're so cold. I was like, oh, I hate to tell him. I'm doing no, that because I don't know what else to tell to do. you. <laughs> that I probably have an instructor for you. Who's that? Ooh. My friend Laura, who's the reflexologist. Yeah, I know her. She Ooh. she had a boyfriend at one time, and you know she liked him. She said, but he's the worst in bed. Hmm. And she started giving him instructions and turned him into a great lover. That's what. She wow. Said. And then what happened? He dumped her, and now she well, she dumped him. She she oh. really wasn't, you know, she wasn't all that blown over by him. But she did improve his sex life. I got to tell you, him go. You once got me a gift of a foot massage. I like that gal. I uh, <laughs> I knew there was something going on with her. Thank you, Emily. Yeah. No, I I was always I was always like I think I'm doing a good job. Who knows? I just she seems to be wriggling around a lot and liking it. And then there was others that were just like, hey, why don't you skip that? get to the main event oh, I don't know. oh hey rosie o'donnell everyone hi rosie oh howard the way you're describing going down on a woman makes me vomit <laughs> you're the reason <laughs> i became a lesbian what are you talking here well listen i don't blame you I, I i don't know what to do i i have no idea listen let me tell you i'll give you some tips some people like to spell out the alphabet with their tongue i rewrite the entire script of a league of their own with my tongue <laughs> that's what you gotta do i'm a top tier lesbian howard listen to me i nibble on those lips like a starburst candy (laughs) (laughs) i tell you i need to get some lessons from you i'll tell you that yeah you do you know what they say once you go rosy you squirt like a fire hose right (laughs) (laughs) i'll tell you you're the best all right thanks those women they weren't riding around howard Wait, I better open the door. I, that was rude. Sorry, what were you saying? They weren't wriggling around. They weren't writhing. They were trying to escape you because you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> it's not rocket science. Listen, how it. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ryan. Hi. Hey there, Howard. How you doing? I'm okay. Good. So. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm a lesbian. I just got engaged and, um, my wife is a, a very huge fan of yours. And, uh, actually right before this segment, 
we were in bed together and um i just i found it pretty funny um but uh i i i don't even have to touch her and she goes because um i've done that for her and she you know it's it's pretty fun it's pretty fun um and uh, just well, look, you got to be good at eating pussy. That's all. You don't have a penis, so you got to finish her off somehow. I I got the penis. I just put it in and then finish her off. But you got to get good at that. That's your whole trick, right? Oh, I am good at it. <laughs> yeah. I am, um, um, you know. And, well, you got uh, the dildo, though, too, right? You stick in her. No, she doesn't like it. Nice. All right, so you yeah, just go down on her? it all with her, her tongue and her whatever, yeah. Yep, that's it. How long are you down there licking? I, however long it takes. It doesn't take that long, but I like to make it last, you know. What's your whole routine her, in bed? Her like girlfriend when girlfriend is yelling back there. Yeah, when you're well, a, <laughs> yeah. When you're a lesbian. Because she sent me to jail because we got in a big fight, but... We just fucked the shit out of each other, and it was amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, right. I mean... Let's be I honest. Don't... You didn't fuck the shit out of each other. You ate each other out. Let's be clear. That That's true. That's right. true. And yesterday, so, I made her squirt, like, I don't know how much. <laughs> where's Ronnie? And I'm the only one that's ever done that for her. So, and that really... Do you, um, do you lick her asshole? I'll do whatever she wants me to. But do you? Anything. So, but, um, do yeah. You, do I, you lick her asshole? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Nice. And one of the, and one of the tricks is when you're going down, you don't just lick. You have to suck a little bit. Of the asshole? Lick. No. Oh. <laughs> Clit, I'm not doing that. I don't know how to do that. I might swallow you, that thing. It's almost like a kiss. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Right. I don't You're not going to do that? <laughs> I mean, I would do it. I'll do whatever you want. I mean, I'm just happy you're sleeping with me. But no, I mean, I think it's great that, um, you know, listen to what she's saying. I was curious, like, what's your routine? So you make out with her for a while and then you spend a lot of time on the titties, right? Because you can't fuck. So you got to spend some time on those titties, right? Um, no, I mean, I, I'll I'll. I'll hit her neck and then um, maybe a couple of sucks on the boobs. But other than that, I stay down between the legs. I like the sucking on the, on the clit. Yeah, that's she. what I do is what she likes. I, she likes me sucking on her clit. And how so, long do you do that for? Give me a general time period because. Um, I, we took two hours right now. It was two, two hours. hours. Just two now. hours. Oh, you're not going to do that. <laughs> Two hours, two hours. I gotta lie. I gotta prepare for a radio show. Two hours. Can you imagine? That's why lesbians go like men are horrible. They rush through everything. I'm like, well, you got a job. I mean, two hours. I'm gonna sit there and lick your pussy for two hours. I enjoy it though. I hear you. Who's got that kind of time? Apparently, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Where's your? What are you retired? I mean, where's two Um, hours? She works from home and I um I don't work right now. I took time off, so we got that time. Oh. Do you guys in order to save time, do you sixty nine so at least while you're licking, she can lick ah. and uh 
Yeah, we do. You do. There's, I mean, you we do, do a yeah. lot of different stuff. How if are you, you looking? Yada, remember, yada, 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 that is in love with you? If you were looking for two hours, just in terms of time, that would be a four-hour session if after she's finished, then the other one goes. you you got to look at the same that time. That might take forever. Oh, that's why lesbians go, oh, guys rush through everything. Yeah, we do. Yeah, you're never, we do. If, you, if the woman's a yeah. lesbian, you're never getting her off. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> oh, it's so romantic, I tell you. I mean, uh, you know, but geez, you got to put in a lot of time. Uh, hey, Rosie, oh, Rosie's back. Go ahead, Rosie. Oh, okay. oh, my God, I am loving this. Do you girls have room for one more? We can make a sushi burrito <laughs> with our pussies. Oh, yeah. We've got a king-size bed. <laughs> Come on, Rosie. <laughs> Oh, yes, I'll be right over. I'll figure you both at the same time. I'll wear your pussies like boxing gloves. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Turn on on that vibrator. I love it when you turn on that vibrator. Oh, yeah, baby. I'm turning it on right now. Yes. (laughs) Amen. All right, ladies. Thank you. No, thank you. Thanks, Howard. You have a good one. Take care. Two hours. Jesus. Imagine licking someone for two hours. I couldn't lick. I, I, you I couldn't lick a lollipop for two hours. Ever see an orgasm if it was oh a two hour, two hours away from the start? I'll tell you, if some woman was waiting around for me to lick her for two fucking hours, I the women I was with, I have to say, I don't think they were looking for that. If I was down there for two hours, they would have called the police. <laughs> She must be dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my yeah. Did you die? <laughs> You've been laying there for two hours while I'm down here. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> two hours. How do you get any? I don't even. How do you get any work done? Well, two obviously hours. they're not getting much done. Oh, they're really in love. I'll tell you that. I admire wonder that. how long that relationship is. We should have found out because I don't think you can keep that up, can you? No, of course not. I tell you, boy, women must be disappointed in me. I go in the bed, I give you a little <laughs> kiss, and then I get on top of you, I mount you, and then I put it in. It's not That's even it. a, like a prolonged uh, makeout session. I would rub your vagina a little if you want. <laughs> I'll kiss you down there a couple of times, but let's get to the party. <laughs> I got to get back to work. Got to write bits. I, I, had, I had some weekend. Oh, my God. I got to pee again, but I'm going to take another short break. But um, so this weekend I had to pee into a jug for 24 hours. Did I tell you about this off the air? Yes. You happened to uh, mention that, yeah, this was the latest thing you were doing. And I was like, well, what's going on there? Mm-hmm. So you have you finished the 24 hours? Yeah. I, and now, uh, did you take the pee somewhere? Jeez, I tell you, my life sounds really depressing. I'm, uh, you know, I, I should be having <laughs> all this sex talk and I'm talking about what. <laughs> Robin, when I bang you, I'm in and out like a, like a bank robbery. I get in, I get out. <laughs> but but uh, you might I, not I, even know who was there. <laughs> I um no, but here's what happened to me. So you know, I had to go in for this. Again, I call it a surgery. Call it a minor, whatever it was. They go in with a laser, 
and they get rid of the, um, I had a kidney, not a kidney stone, a bladder stone, a stone in my bladder, two centimeters, right. which is pretty big. I suppose I, the difference between a surgery, you didn't get cut. No, did not get cut. They're going through so your So it dick. was a procedure. Yeah. It was a procedure. Well, it did say surgery. Whatever. <laughs> I guess it's a procedure, a procedural surgery. But uh, in an effort to figure out why I got this, uh, you know, this this uh, stone in my bladder, which was two centimeters. And I was embarrassed. I didn't even want to say to the doctor, I don't even know what it's like. Can you just say inches? But um, it turns out I did look it up. Two centimeters, about three quarters of an inch, which is pretty big. That's pretty big. Yeah, that's pretty big. Think about that sitting in your bladder. Anyway, so in an effort to find out, they do a blood test, and then they have this other test they do. It turns out mine was uric acid made up of uric acid, so they want to find out if your body's producing a lot of uric acid based on the blood test. Turns out my body is not producing a lot of uric acid. Um, very normal. But the other test is just for the hell of it. They have you pee in a jug. You know how you usually take a urine test? They have you piss in a little thing. Right, this a was cup. Little cup. This is twenty-four hour collection. You pee in a jug. It's like a, a jerry can. I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you have to see this thing. So I'm like, huh? This is this is horrible. But they so say to every me, every time cabbie, you pee, you got to remember to collect it. Do you yeah. have a setup? If you screw it up, right? If you screw it up then the test is invalid. So what you have to do is when you wake up, you pee into the, the toilet, and then every pee after that, you pee into the jug okay. until 24 hours. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, please don't play that sound effect. You're killing me. I can't think straight. That's what it sounds like. So um, the, the whole big thing is they come over with the jug, and I said, um, well, Okay, I'll take it home and I'll I'll pee into this thing. They go, and by the way, keep it refrigerated. I go, by the way, keep it refrigerated. My pee. So I How said big to Beth, is the jug, jugs like you know, like that, like it's a like, gallon. It's long. Yeah, I it's guess long? I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, I um, see. So it's an oblong, like a flat bottom, yeah, long thing with a big open neck. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Thank God for that big open neck with my massive cock. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, they didn't need to give me. They could have given me like a Poland spring bottle. <laughs> anyway, I um, bring this thing home and I said to Beth, um, I'm going to put it in the, the ref in the refrigerator. She goes, not with my food. <laughs> so she goes, keep it in the garage. I go, honey, we don't have a refrigerator. What do you mean? I have to refrigerate my pee. Not in the, not in the, I, uh, I go, I'll tell you where I'll do it. In our bedroom, we've got a little refrigerator with some drinks in it. We got a little tiny refrigerator. I'll put it in there. With, near my drinks? <laughs> I go, well, where, where else do I have a little refrigerator? That's it. She goes, well, why don't you just keep it in the garage? The garage is cool right now. I go, honey, every time I got to pee, I'm not walking down to the garage. <laughs> I mean, it's usually I got to pee. You know what I mean? I'm, I mean, right. I got to make sure I do this. So I said, look, you got to just turn the other way. Do not look into the refrigerator for 24 hours. I tell you, I will keep it hygienic. 
So I got some plastic, um, like wax papers and stuff. I lined the whole little shelf where I was going to do it. I moved all the drinks out of there. I put a big uh, sign on my my thing. Don't touch, you know, hazardous uh, waste or whatever the fuck it is. I had my (laughs) my thing in there. And I was really careful. I didn't, you know, I didn't get any pee on anything. And then after I was done, I wiped it down with Clorox wipes. So, I mean, I got in oh, there. Oh, good. And you, yeah, I mean, you I was really a gentleman. took care of things. Yeah, believe me, I know it's disgusting. And every time I go into the, I pull out the jug. First, I'm doing it. I bring it by the toilet to do it. And I realize, why am I bringing it by the toilet? I'm not peeing into the toilet. I'm peeing into, I can, the only convenience here is wherever I, I can pee right near the refrigerator. I don't need to go all the way to the the toilet. What do you mean? You you can pee right near the refrigerator. You're gonna just pee straight into the jug? Yeah. I mean, I got. Okay. I mean, first of all, my dick's so small. I could just. I just. I just put it all the way in. It was in the jug. <laughs> my dick. Not your balls. Just your- <laughs> no. I, there was room for them, but I didn't put them in. <laughs> Uh, I don't know who they think's pissing into this jug. The way they got it set up is like uh, Johnny Watt Holmes is pissing into this jug. <laughs> you know, my dick and my legs fit into the jug. So anyway, I uh, I was peeing into this jug, and I'm like, oh God, please don't let me forget to pee into the jug because if I forget just once, I think the test is invalid. Right. Yeah, but I must have had it on my mind. I didn't miss one session. Every minute with the jug. And how and the, much? How much did you fill the jug? Did you fill the I, jug a oh lot? Yeah. Or? I, oh yeah, I filled it up. It was heavy by the end. I mean, my it was heavy. And I looked in it. It looked like orangeade. It was gross, but it's it maintained its bubbles. I was shocked at that too. Really? Yeah. It was effervescent. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of was yeah. It holds its bubbles. I thought those would disappear. It was be- better than Perrier, I'll tell you. Uh, uh yeah, but. I don't know, but it turns out I'm not producing a lot of uric acid. And so they tested it already. I didn't. They I don't test- know what the urine test was, but they did my blood okay. test. And yeah, so you know All what? Right. Just fuck it. Who cares at this point? What am I going to do? I can't take it. It's enough. You know too much about your I body. Know too much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't know anything. You didn't know for years that anything yeah. about uric acid. You did fine. Let me read to you some of the fans have written us. Oh, there was still some people who wanted to talk about their heroin and stuff. But I'm going to, uh, you know what? It's too damn depressing. It is. Not a lot, a lot of nice feedback on Post Malone, um, who came in to promote his new album, Austin. Austin. Austin's his real name. His name isn't Post Malone. Right. It's uh, Austin Post. So he put his name into a rap generator on the computer and Post Malone came out and he just went with it. I'm always amazed that people can change their names. Maybe people should be doing that with their kids because you come up with some wacky name. The poor kid has to live with it. Yeah. Howard, hearing Post Malone ask you, do you love my dad was the oddest and greatest thing I ever heard. I love you both and your dad's radio gold. Uh, Awesome interview was insightful, intriguing, a little bizarre, and 100% soulful. Yeah, I, I dig his music, too. Is Post Malone the politest guest you ever had on? I lost track of the number of times he said, yes, sir. But it had to be, yeah. I, I've never had that with a guest before, I got to tell you. Um, 
I've never seen him where somebody called me sir. I and I kind where of where is um, he from, by the way? What state was he raised in? I think like Texas. He said he was oh, born in Syracuse sense. and lived in Syracuse till he was nine. Hmm. Anyway, here it is. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 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 Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. No, sir. Yes, sir. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've done rooster. Yes, sir. No, sir. No, sir. I did not. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. Very yes, nice. Sir. Have a great night, sir. Polite dude, I'll tell you that. Uh, felt a little funny, but I went with it. I was going to correct him. I mean, if he likes calling me sir, it's cool. What, you, what prefer- can you do about it? I yeah. think you've said to him before, call me Howard. And, it, you know, he still calls you sir. I like that guy and his new music is good, too. But uh, and, and the Ronnie wedding still generates a lot of fan feedback. The fans were actually touched when they finally heard Ronnie's wedding vows. Yeah. I even uh, I spoke to Ronnie over the weekend and I said I got to tell you what a fucking disappointment your vows were. <laughs> I thought you were going to write something stupid and it would have been a great radio show, but they were meaningful. This fan wrote, he "I legitimately cho- he pulled it off. I legitimately choked up with Ronnie's vows. Vulnerability is a good look on him. Congratulations to the beautiful couple." Uh, Howard, who knew Ronnie understood what a metaphor was? I was genuinely blown away by Ronnie's thoughtful, tender words to Stephanie. Construction analogies aside. I did think about that as like a school assignment. You know, when you were in school and they'd give you that assignment to write uh, a sentence with, uh, you know, one of those phrases in it that harkens back to something or you use something else to describe something. And Ronnie would have gotten an A on that uh, little paragraph. I don't know that Ronnie ever got an A. I think maybe a B. <laughs> Am I reading an old one? Oh, this is old. Hold on. Oh, second. it is? Yeah, yeah, you know what? I got to start throwing shit out. Because I that thought we did talk about Ronnie's wedding yeah. before. But... Oh, here's something new. Um, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. Some ah. people want to comment on that. They liked our discussion about that. We can't stop talking about all the drama. Howard, with Will and Jada Pinkett Smith. Please talk more about this. Well, I don't know. I kind of said everything I think I had to say. Uh, this one says, I'm with you and Robin. I don't get the Will and Jada relationship. It sounded like she keeps changing her story and Will is getting blindsided by it. Run, Will, run. <laughs> Howard, I love when you talk about Jada Pinkett Smith. I re listen to this over and over again. I can't get enough. Howard is at his best at deciphering nutty people talk. Yeah, that might be true. That is, you could interpret, you know, you could be the (laughs) interpreter of nutty talk. Yeah, that's my thing. (laughs) That is some relationship. Well, you know what? Did you see that Meryl Streep and her husband announced that they're getting a divorce? And they've been separated for six years. I said, wait a minute. Is this a new Hollywood thing? You know when your career is really fucked up when people don't notice you're separated for six years and you haven't read a thing about it. Like, if I separated from Beth for six years and you never heard about it, I'd say, shit, what happened to my fame? Nobody gives right. a fuck. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Yeah, yeah six, she, what is she moved to Hollywood. You know, they used to live here. He still lives here. She moved yeah. to Hollywood, been out there six years, 
And just announced <laughs> now they're getting a divorce. They've been separated. Nobody knows. Finally, finally, she had to announce, listen, nobody seems to notice. I'm not with my husband anymore. <laughs> That's like when Gilbert Gottfried went to the hospital. He, he has appendix burst. And he said to me, um, I'm not going to the hospital. I just don't want to deal with the press. I don't want to deal with people knowing about it. I'm real. I don't know how to get into the hospital. Finally, his appendix was so bad. He went to the hospital and he was like, Oh man, I don't know. Wait till the press gets a hold of this. And then we'll wait till, you know, it's just going to be about, well, two days go by, three days go by, five days go by. The dude had some complications. He's laying in the hospital. He was in He's the like, hospital a long time. Yeah. I think he had to announce it. He announced it. He was getting so upset, well, he nobody got cared. Pissed. Yeah. <laughs> he had to announce his, his appendix birth and he's in the hospital. <laughs> I think you guys nailed it today. The whole thing is a ploy to get us to feel sorry for Will Smith because it takes too long for him to reenter Hollywood. You know, that was a theory I did put out there. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe this thing where he slapped Chris Rock got so bad for him that now, now we all feel bad for him with his marriage. So crazy. On Wednesday night, oh, I didn't know this. Oh, well, here's some bonus material. On Wednesday night, Will and Jada appeared together in a library in Baltimore to promote Jada's new memoir, Worthy. Are you kidding me? No. Will made a statement. I, my statement would be, I'm leaving you. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Like, this just can't, this relationship cannot sustain if you keep talking with nonsense. But he made a come. He made a he made a statement. Here you go. Can you love somebody forever, no matter what? <laughs> oh boy, was like. Mm. <laughs> I saw you, man. I saw your face. Um, <laughs> you know, can you? show up and love somebody for the rest of your life even when you don't agree with them there ain't nobody on earth except you mommy you mommy my mommy you're my mommy I messed up. I messed up. Um, <laughs> you mom nobody nobody showed up for me more than you mom <laughs> I think he's talking to his real mom oh she must be in the She is the best friend I have ever had on this planet. Well, then you've had and some rotten friend now. I am going to show up for her and support her for the rest of my life. Wow. Go for it, pal. Man. I tell you, I can't figure it out what his deal is. I mean, well, you know, maybe... He talks as wacky as her. Like, he talks real slow, too, and goes, yeah, can you? Everything's like, important. You know, yeah, everything's important. Like, can you love a woman, no matter what, for the rest of your life? Like, she talks like that, too. They both. Yeah, yeah. They both do that. So that maybe must they're be a becoming. a crazy household with two oh, people my talking God. like that around a table. <laughs> Jada also made an appearance on the Lewis Holmes podcast. I don't know. I don't know Lewis Holmes, but she was on there. And here's what she had to say about Will. All right. Let's hear what she told Lewis Holmes. He's not a quitter. No matter how hard it gets. And 
he's willing to suffer. Yeah. Right? And now, in this new passage of our relationship, <clears throat> he's learning how to suffer differently. Interesting. Yeah. How does that look? It's like we've learned how to maneuver the, the, the you know, physical world. And those rules of the 3D world don't apply to the inner world. I don't. Right? And oh having God. to learn to trust a different instinct wow. and sit in a different place. And oh it's my. been an absolutely fascinating process. I hope one day we can write a book together. That would be incredible. Right? And just how we've been through so much. Uh -huh. And all the gates of relating that we've been through. And there's been many and many to come. <laughs> <laughs> right? But Whoa. the process that he's going through right now, uh -huh. I think would be so helpful to so many men. She sounds like Darth Jada. I was going to say, I think she's been taken over by an alien. It was will, creepy. Will suffer. <laughs> will will learn a new way of suffering. And the holy fuck the inner world. This th she's Gollum. <laughs> she's looking for a ring. <laughs> I will take Will to inner earth, and he will learn the true. something sounds like uh, you know first of all in this 3d world if my wife <laughs> if my wife wrote a book about me I, I, and, and by the way she's getting interviewed more than netanyahu over there in israel I mean, uh, well, and he's got well, major shit going uh, Obviously, down. she doesn't have anything distracting her from this. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most heard, important thing in her world. If I heard my wife on the radio being interviewed and basically saying, Will will learn to suffer, or Howard will learn to... I mean... He's learning to suffer differently. What does that even mean? I don't even know don't what she's know. talking about. I don't know what either one of them are it talking about. It got crazier. You know, like uh, I, we thought the Hoda interviews were crazy. Yeah, it's gotten guy. crazier. Well, this dude, uh, Lewis, he's way into it. He's 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 all in with her. Well, he knew he how to, to get understand. her to keep talking. He just yeah. kept he's saying, good. right, now what does that look like? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't. T I can take any one of these sentences and play it for you, and I don't even think I can tell you what she's saying. Let me. Let me. Try you that. can't even interpret that. Yeah. No, no. No. She's on another level. He's not a quitter. Hmm. Even that one's interesting. But I don't know yeah. what the question was. He's not a critter. No matter how a hard. Quitter. It is. Oh, I thought she said a critter. Like no, a, like a, a quitter. <laughs> he's not a critter. Oh, is that what she said? A quitter. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was a critter. I was like, that's a <laughs> terrible thing. He's not a quitter. I removed Will's fingernails one by one, and he kept saying, keep going, mommy. 
I think he was calling her mommy too. I don't think no, it was. I, it's got. Please tell me it's not. Nah. gotten to that point. Yeah, I, that's a dangerous point when you start calling your wife mommy. Yeah, you know that's a tough move. When does that start? Hey, mommy. <laughs> I'm thinking of making that move. Call Beth, to mommy. To Beth, watch her. I see how fast she leaves. <laughs> well, a thousand years of darkness shall befall you. You are not a quitter. So saith Jada, Queen of Damnation. Yeah, she talks in metaphors. Is that what she yeah, talks in? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what this is because she's oh, not, he's not really a quitter. building a house like Ronnie. She's yeah. not a quitter. <laughs> no matter how hard it gets. And he's willing to suffer. Yeah. Right? Well, she doesn't end. She does not run out of things to say about Will Smith. Like her whole existence right in this moment is going on shows and talking about Will Smith. And, you know, and what she's doing to him. Yeah, I'd be resentful if I'm Will Smith. I'm like, well, wait a second. I thought I married a woman with her own career. Like you're in my house observing me and now writing a book about me. And talking about me. And when do they get to the good part? If they've been struggling and suffering for 20 something yeah. years. When does it become good? Mm. She's just interested in the process right now. And now in this new passage of our relationship, <clears throat> he's learning how to suffer differently. Interesting. Yeah. Mm, that sounds like fun. Like not uh, oh. over the suffering. He's suffering differently now. Sign me up for that. <laughs> I've been suffering for years with my wife, Jada, but now I'm learning to suffer differently. Doesn't Jada sound, too, like she's fascinated by every word that comes out of her own mouth? Like, you know, now he, right, he, he's learning to suffer differently. It's like she's saying something profound. Yeah. Only when nobody she gets knows. to the end of the sentence, you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> how does that look? It's like we've learned how to maneuver the, the, the you know, physical world. And those rules mm. of the 3D world don't apply. Wow, she's in her own magical world. Like the rules that yeah. you live by in the 3D world, which Will and I have created an, an alternate reality. Jesus. She's talking like Pinhead from Hellraiser. I mean, this is a whole other level. Well, I'm thinking their marriage should be, I don't know what number of Saw they're up to, that movie <laughs> where you just get tortured. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they should be the next Saw. The, the suffering that Will is encountering at this moment in our marriage will not end until the last drop of Will's blood has been spilled. To the inner world. I doubt. Right? And then she starts whispering and having to learn. Robin, the inner world. Shh. You can't Quiet. say inner world out loud. You will experience the inner world. <laughs> Robin. 
to trust a different instinct. Humanity will suffer. Sit in a different place. Sit, Robin. Sit in a different place. Don't sit there. Uh, Welcome. Uh, are there chairs in the inner world? Because it's different than the 3D world. Robin, welcome to the snake pit. That's my mind. My yeah. nuts. And it's been an absolutely fascinating process. I hope oh. one day... Yes. We can write a book together. That would be a quest. Oh, that would be awesome. We'll write a book about each other. Right? And just how we've been through so much. You're, I'm, I'm full of nonsense. Right? <laughs> 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 but the process that he's going through right now, mm-hmm. I think, would be so helpful to so many men. Like, she doesn't have to do anything. It's all Will's job. She tortures him, and then he has to go fix himself. She's perfect. Wow. I told you, he needs to be rescued. He's got the Stockholm. Stockholms. It's Stockholm. Stockholms. Stop it. He can't be rescued. I have him chained to a typewriter made of bones, and he will write the rest of our story. If I... If I divorce him, I'll have nothing to write about. Yeah. Boy, yes. Boy. You know, you could I can analyze. imagine that yeah. the list of people who want to interview her grows every day. Like, she will better, never stop being interviewed. Never mind Keith Richards and Bruce Springsteen. You get me her. Night now. <laughs> Robin, welcome to my head. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I haven't heard her say one thing about what she's learned to do. It's all Will. Mean, Will is like Will, a, a student. Will is a man. He doesn't know what to do. I know what to do. You know what it is, Robin? I'll tell you what. Will's had an extraordinarily good life. And my role is to knock him down a peg. <laughs> Apparently right. so. Apparently so. It could be all of his life would be cake if not for me. Well, that's right. Like Jesus, through his suffering, <laughs> Will will achieve immortality. God almighty. Well, he seems to like it. I don't know. I mean, uh, the guy certainly has enough money. He could leave the situation. Mary, you're on the air in Indiana. Go ahead. Hey, Howard. How you doing? Hey now. Hey now. <laughs> Love you guys so much. Hello, my Thank friend. You. Hey, hello, I just gotta friend. tell ya. Uh hello, yes. my friend. I just gotta tell ya, um, Will is suffering from what is called trauma bonding. Jada is a malignant narcissist. 
and she looks for people that have lots of confidence and love to give, and they, it, it becomes their quest to whittle them down to the point where they have no self-worth, and he's in the middle of it right now, so he cannot see what's happening. I'm not a professional, but I am an expert because it happened to me. And so you never know until after it's over what they put you through. And so, in other words, you were married to a narcissist, and the guy manipulated you. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's what he's going through right now. She has systematically dismantled him and turned him into what she wants him to be, and that is a completely submissive, agree to everything she says person. And that's what he's in the middle of right now. How do you get someone to do that? Because, I mean, he's Will Smith. He's been in all these major films. I mean, the guy's got, you know, he's got pretty much, uh, he's on top of the world. Like, how could she? If you read, if you read about narcissism, there is a process that they go through. And it is identical with every single victim that they. Because, I mean, there's no, there's no rationale where I could come up with some, some kind of scenario why this guy would stay with her if she's writing books about him and saying all this wacky shit. You well, know what I mean? She has him she has him convinced that everything that has happened in their relationship is his fault and that he feels like he has to stay to make it right for her. You think she's convinced she, him that she's like really so spiritually aware and, and smart that he's like afraid to leave because she's just so brilliant or something? I think that that they work on these people to make them feel like they need to be put on a pedestal. And I think that's how he looks at her. I mean, when he talks about her, she's a goddess to him, no matter what she has said about him. It's just scary. It's a scary thing. I went through it and it's taken me three solid years and I'm still not over it. Wait a second. Jade is on the phone. Destroy this caller now. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I only ask these questions because I'm trying to figure out how to trauma bond Beth to me, and it's not working. Oh. Yeah, so. right, oh, thank I you, Mary. That would ever work, Howard. No, she won't. She won't put up with that. Thank you. Very interesting theory. That's a theory. I don't know if it's true, but yeah, nobody's a professional here. Uh, by the way, when I was playing, uh, let's see, what is this? Back in the 90s, oh, Robin Guest starred on the, an episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Howard, I still blame this whole Will and Jada thing on Robin. If she had just dated <laughs> Will after her Fresh Prince cameo, he wouldn't be in this mess right now. Uh, here, I have a clip of that. Yeah, there was a flirtation. I do recall that. Yeah, this is your fault. Here we go. I enjoyed acting with you. I thought there was something uh, between us, you know. Yeah, you know, I felt that that little metaphysical spark, too. <laughs> you were attracted to Will, right? Will is gorgeous. Really? And well, we were attracted to one another. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know something was happening for you, too. <laughs> well, you know, I could, you know, I just, I, I tried to keep it on the DL, the down low. You know, I didn't want to come out too much on it. So when you first saw Robin's big, lovely oh. cans up close, did you go wild? I said, well, damn. Yeah, look at that. That's all I can say. Well, damn. It is your fault. Everything goes back to you. Yeah, you know, he wasn't slapping people then. and No. <laughs> none of this stuff was happening. We're a nice, calm life with you. Well, there you go. 
By the way, when I was playing Jada Pinkett Smith clips last week, I played some of her appearances with uh, Hoda and Jenna. And I was marveling at the name Hoda Kotb, which is K-O-T-B. But yet yeah. it's Koda, Hoda Kotb. K-O-T-B can't be Kotb. But one fan wrote in to tell me I'm not the only one. Hearing the team talk yesterday about Hoda Kotb's last name reminded me of this promo from when I was a kid. Hoda was a beloved anchor at the CBS affiliate in New Orleans for a few years in the 90s. Clearly, while doing promos, David Letterman found her name as confusing as the rest of us. So here's a clip of this. Let me, I've never wow. heard this. Hey, how about that Hoda Kotb? At 10.35, Dave's on early with The Late Show. I, I can't stop saying it. Hoda Kotb. Then at 11.35, Olympic highlights from Lillehammer, Norway. Hoda Kotb. Tonight, right after Nightwatch. <laughs> Hoda Kotb. Hoda Kotb. On WWL-TV Channel 4. Hoda Kotb. There you go. Well, I heard a lot of, you know, because this went all over her interview with Jada, and I was looking at a lot of mm. different podcasts that were taking clips from there, and they kept saying, Hoda Kot, because they didn't uh, yeah. know about the B being pronounced. <laughs> it's unusual spelling. Uh, let me just uh, give you a Cocktober update. I'm sure some people are curious. Uh, we're still in the middle of Cocktober yeah, last week. where are we? Where well, are we? Well, last week. Last week, my staff debated how we should celebrate the occasion. Eventually, we landed on a game where blindfolded contestants reach out and guess if they're touching a sausage or Sal and Richard's penis. The fans like this. They're passionate about it. Oh, really? Oh. They want to see this or hear it. Well, some do. Some don't. Uh, <laughs> ah, Cocktober, you never fail to make me want to vomit, Howard. Uh, Howard, I love the dick or sausage game, but have an idea to make it better. Have the boys warm up those sausages to mimic human body temperature. Get those brats to 98.6 degrees. Interesting idea, and I think we might take you up on that. It's essential, Howard. Yeah. Uh, I love the game in theory, but instead of sausage, it should be cocktail wieners. Sal and Richard shouldn't flatter themselves. That's a good point. (laughs) Let's use cocktail wieners. And it takes less time to heat those up. Um, uh, actor Michael Rappaport called in after he was eliminated from the mass singer. It was good to hear from Michael and listeners are really hoping he'll get involved in the festivities. Uh, Howard Rappaport has to ask his wife for permission to participate in October for all of his big talk. We now know who wears the pants in that family. Uh, Howard, so is Rappaport going to do the right thing and participate in Cocktober? And will he be wearing the pickle outfit? We need to know. Well, I have an exclusive. Oh, you do? Rappaport is pulling out of Cocktober. Oh. He left us a voicemail about it. Um, uh, Listen to this. Here you go. Yo, Cocktober's off for me, man. I'm, 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 not, I'm not doing it. I don't know why you guys would think I would participate in Cocktober. I did it once. Got me nothing. Um, and if I wanted to squeeze a cock, I grabbed Gary by the neck. He's the biggest dick I know. So stop calling me. Stop texting me. I'm not doing it. If you want me to, like, I don't know, be a supervising producer or something and you want to send an Uber, maybe I'll do Cocktober. Otherwise, I can't do it. Right? And stop calling me. No oh, man. Is, what a is someone bothering him about Cocktober? I don't know. Here's Gary Delabate, I'm sure, to say something. Go ahead, Gary. It's it's very sad. I'm not even going to get down on him or anything. He's a taker, right? He takes, he takes, calls the show, he takes, plugs his fucking mustard, his shows he's on, but he doesn't give back. 
And if he were, wow. if he were anybody else involved in the show, we'd ban him from the show for a couple of months because he's just not, he's not participating. Look, here's the, here's my theory. Number one, the guy doesn't work for us. So you can't ban the guy because here's well, the thing, but here's the, well, let me just say my point. Uh, cause you know, I'm open to all ideas, but you know, asking, uh, Mike to grab a guy's cock, you know, that's a different level. The, the dude had to think about it. I thought he was going to come through and maybe do it. I, cause I think he's like kind of wild and you know what I mean? He's just, he's Michael Rappaport. He, he, he's fearless, but it was interesting. He had to go home and think about it and call his wife. I get that he doesn't work for us, but he doesn't mind using the airwaves for his own benefit consistently and nonstop. Hmm. Well, we don't have to take the calls. That's what I'm saying. Right. We don't have to take wow. the call. I, I wouldn't but say we ban like him. taking the calls. <laughs> you're saying, Gary, you're saying he should have done it, right? It's the whole thing's fucking ridiculously stupid. It's harmless. Right. It's not going to, it doesn't, it, it was going to be less of a man if he touches a dick. I know we already had a rehearsal for the cock or sausage segment. Uh, how'd that Did go? We? Yeah. I, I wasn't there for it. Oh, you weren't in? Well, who was there? I, uh, you gotta be there for it. No, he's a participant. <clears throat> he shouldn't be there for it. <clears throat> well, so I, I was, was there, there, Howard. Yeah, yeah I was go? there. It went great. And Richard was there and Derek was there, uh, conducting the production. It went really, really well. Yeah, it, it's going to be a great segment, Howard. It's, it's going to be funny. Definitely. Are you guys disappointed as the guys who are going to be showing your cocks and everything? Are you, are you disappointed that Rappaport won't be in? I'm disappointed. Yeah. I'm bummed out. To have a celebrity there brings it up to the next level. I think. Well, let's great. not call him a celebrity. Oh, <laughs> you know, Howard, um, Mike, celebrity. <laughs> Mike FaceTimes me all the time. He's always FaceTiming me and he always FaceTime me about Gary's like, we got to get that gorilla. We got to take that monkey down. And I'm like, okay, Mike, but how about October? And then he would just hang up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> do you guys I mean, think like Sal, you know him personally. Do you think you can yeah. get him to do it? He's got to do I, it. I think I can convince him. I mean, I'm working on it. He's hung up on me three times, but I think I can finagle something. Remind him he can wear gloves. I mean, they're going to have what do you think? plastic gloves. What do you think the do thing you, is that's do keeping him think, from doing do you, it? Do you, I'll tell you, I got a theory. I think he's afraid he's going to lose to you. Good yeah, point. But he, he might be worried win. about Losing out on those commercials too. I don't know. <laughs> you well, know for, for touching a guy's cock, if that was the case, you know, uh, a lot of uh, gay people would be uh, losing. Yeah, if anything, you'd get more endorsements. <laughs> That's right. a good point. <laughs> do a hot dog commercial. <laughs> and Howard, I do want to just say, you know, Gary is the only staffer. That's really gung ho about this. I feel like there's still a lot of trepidation from JD and Mike Trainer about whether they're going to touch the cocker sausage. Really? I, I've well, been, I've been working on, uh, on, like, I'm really into this game, Howard. I've been really working on, I can't decide whether to go with grab or poke. You know what I mean? I don't know whether to just grab it. What you got to do? But, you well, gotta, grab you lightly, gotta, please, Gary. Lightly. <laughs> you got to give it a little squeeze. I'm going to get the tip. Squeeze. I'm going to squeeze the tip. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I was thinking. Sal's, I, first, Sal, Sal's tip is a mile long, so I'll know it in right. a minute. Yeah, where, where do you squeeze? Yeah, but hey, we're going to get sausages that have like a skin at the end. We're going to make it look and feel like our dicks. We're I intend to, I intend to, sausages. I intend to come in Gary's hand. Oh, <laughs> That'd be it'll, funny. It'll be the only, it'll be the only time somebody made you come this year. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, first of all, good, good point, Gary.
<laughs> I'm not gung ho about it, but I'm not backing out of it. If Gary's in, I'm in. You want to know girl. something, JD? I, I wish I also, Mike Rappaport had a little bit of your attitude. I do. I wish. <laughs> I wish he. Oh, be me in. too. Uh, I also thought yeah. about growing my fingernails like long, so uh, get a nice. <laughs> uh, that's terrible, Jay. No. Well, listen, we all have our strategies. You can't, uh, you know. I don't want you, trainer. You've been giving dick. this any thought, or are you uh, still? Uh, uh, yes, uh, I, I, me and Jason are in talks. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, I, I have some conditions, and he's not really willing to meet them. I was, I was not crazy about video going out of this event, and he's. Uh, oh, not not really video. fully budging on that. I know, and I, I got you know. We'll blur your face, Mike. Ultimately, I'm uh, you know, <laughs> Howard will retire someday, long in the right. future, and I will not retire at that point and need to but work somewhere. But don't you think? Else. But Mike, let me be serious. Don't you think, you think that'll you're follow new... you around? <laughs> I mean, don't not like everyone. If someone what googles do you want my name, you want a congressman or something? Yeah. <laughs> Don't you think your new employer would say, gee, look at this trainer. Let's say you go work on the, um, I don't know, on the Tonight Show or something. Yeah. And then he, like Jimmy Fallon says, hey, I remember you. Um, you wouldn't be a team play. You didn't play Cocktober, a uh, sausage and dick game. Like, like, I don't know if you're willing to go the extra mile. You know what I mean? I can see that. I I think I mean be a good job interview question. Tell me about a time you've really extended yourself and yeah, yeah went right. out of your comfort zone. Sure. Yeah, I think that yeah. the real negotiations are going on between Trainer and his wife. I think no, that's where the real I, permission I, I is coming about from. It. She she thought it was funny. I think her first reaction was revulsion, but uh, no, she thinks it's funny. Um, Mike, I just I checked. Yes. With uh, Uber, they'll still hire you, even if you play <laughs> oh. a game. Like I, I, I just want to make yeah, a point. Yeah. Everybody wants to be on the air till the you know till the yeah. really the, the tough stuff comes down. Like everyone wants yeah. to be on the air. Yeah. Uh, how you don't want to do this badly. You don't want to do this badly, but I think Richard and Sal might back out. High pitch Eric has been emailing me three oh, times oh. a day. That he wants well, to there's be part a celebrity. Think yeah, but at least he's famous. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. care. I wouldn't back out of yeah. that. Well, I'm in, I mean, with I mean the to eat us. even eat if it's Gary, JD, and Mike Trainer, I still would like to have a celebrity play along. I mean, that would be yes. fun, you know. Any celebrities well, that want in, email Gary. <laughs> is anybody about, making any calls to celebrities? Are there is there a list? Of Gary? <laughs> I wonder, <laughs> the call. I wonder if I could bitch. get John Stamos to stay an extra day. I wonder if he would stay in a little bit longer. <laughs> well, you know what? What about? Um, Maybe uh, go the easier route. What about like an Andy Cohen? I mean, uh, yeah. you know I don't what even I mean? think I mean, Andy Cohen saying yes, but certainly uh, Andy Cohen, whatever his name is. Uh, I, I think you should make the call. Let him say no. Would this violate yeah. the SAG strike rules? Having someone <laughs> grab dicks? Probably. We're not, not talking about projects. I so. Yeah, I just don't talk about yeah. any movies. And if not Andy, I, what about Anderson Cooper? I mean, he'd probably love it. I don't think either well, one of those guys are doing it. You well, know, what about uh, I got someone seen in a long oh, go ahead. time is Perez yeah. Hilton. Oh, he would definitely Perez will play. He'll play. <laughs> He's in it a second. George Takei uh, would do it. I bet. George oh. Takei would do it. Yeah, lots of gay guys. I got a. <laughs> Who else is gay? <laughs> I got a. I got a name. I'm going to throw out there, and you're going to think I'm crazy. Oprah. What do you think? <laughs> no, I don't think yes. Oprah's even taking your call. All you have to then do is what say about, Howard Stern. And you get a sausage, and you get a sausage, and you get a sausage. <laughs> then eat what about Gail? <laughs> yeah. Maybe Gail, Gail King. There you go. Yeah, what about, 
You know who's been hanging out at the serious offices a lot? James Corden. Get him. Drag him in. <laughs> make oh, him yeah. Feel we saw him the other he's day. Been yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. been around. He's been around. Conan's got a channel. We should get Kevin Conan. Hart. Get Conan O'Brien. There you go. He's not, uh, Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart get, has uh, a channel. Oh, Andy yeah. Richter's a big fan of the show. Yeah. I bet you Andy, Andy would do it. I bet you I Andy bet would do it. Will anybody reaching out? <laughs> no, we're just talking. This no, we're depending on reaching out. We're hoping they're listening now. I'm they still saying, out. I am still saying and holding out hope that Mike Rappaport's going to be the man he always has been and never back down from a challenge. I think he's going to do it. You know who would be great for this? You know who loves the show? Who loves, loves it? Joe Buck would be perfect for this. <laughs> <laughs> or how about this? Oh, middle of the season. Oh, he should you just know, do the play-by-play of that it. That would at least. be great. How about uh, listen to this? Al Roker, my wife ran into him somewhere, <laughs> and he says, oh, "Hey, say hi to Howard." Yeah, <laughs> Al Roker. Say hi terrific. to Howard does not mean he's going to say yes to a October <laughs> you know, event. Hey, he pulled a you in on his show, uh, Howard. Remember, yeah. he owes, yeah. he owes you a favor. You know who I'm thinking. Who? Uh, to play, uh, whether it's a sausage or a cock. <laughs> You're going to think I'm nuts, but they're the Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey together. <laughs> I'd love so you know Richard, Richard would yeah. die. If, yeah. if you get Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, Mike Rappaport will be sorry he didn't say yes. Yeah, I'm going to say Kelsey something. grabbing my dick. Forget Richard, will have a, Richard would have Kelsey a boner. I think yeah. I'm off the hook got, if they show up. <laughs> I got someone, I got someone else. Who? Jada and Will Smith. Oh, yeah. They All might right. not want to come in for an interview. <laughs> Here he is, Michael Rappaport. All right, Mike, you're on the... Let's go. What do Mom, you say? Mike. Well, oh, wait, wait. Hi, guys. How you doing? I'm uh, in the middle of my workout. What? What's? Well, I, I think I made it clear. Like, I, I spoke to my wife. I got, wow. you know... Throwing, wow. uh, uh, you know, like the D word was thrown around. Howard, you want me to get fucking divorced? Um, my Gary wants to say team. something to you, then he's yeah. going to put out his theory that he just put out here on the air. Go ahead, Gary. That about, but go ahead. Go ahead, Billy. First of all, if go your ahead, wife Billy. has a divorce, you're ready. She's not going to divorce you over this. I'm going to. Well, here's what I'm saying, Mike. You call all the time. You you don't yeah. mind using the show to promote things. You're a taker. Don't we don't ask a lot. Excuse me. We don't ask a lot. I don't promote anything. If I want to promote things, I could tell people I'm performing in Vegas 2nd and 3rd of November. I don't promote anything. I have prided myself on not using the show for anything but being a part of the fan world. I don't promote anything. I don't ask for anything. I don't get Uber rides. I don't get any. Shut your fucking mouth, Gary. Shut your fucking big gorilla teeth. That's a lie. Those are lying teeth. It sounds like Gary hit a uh, nerve. Go ahead, Gary. Listen, I'm 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 a, I'm a team player. I'm a team player. You, you, should go to a, you should go to you should go to a different team. Can we trade you? I'll trade you to Andy Cohn for one of his fans. Howard, why do you his call this level fan. Gary? This you you this you have trained this gorilla. He's walking around in clothes. He drives. He, he, one day, one day, Howard, if that gorilla is going to do what all gorillas do, which is going to turn on you, and I hate to, it's going. He's going to rip that beautiful mane of hair off, and, and then he's going to go person to person. For, Forty years, Mike. I'm biding my time. You're you're so right. Oh, we know you are, lips. We know you are, Lips. What do you want me to All right, I think that Mike Rappaport had a discussion with his wife. I think he's lying about that, Howard. By the way, I don't. I don't. But seriously, jokes aside. 
I think he's using that as a buffer. He doesn't want to do it. I don't think there was ever a conversation. I think yeah, he just doesn't want to do gorilla, it. Gorilla, let me tell you something. My wife was so disturbed when I told her what you specifically, what you suggest I do, that I put my hand in yeah. a bucket of Of all the things I, you've done to embarrass her, this is the one she's pissed about. Yeah, Mike's been cautionary with us before. Mike spanked I, me last year. He touched my ass. Yeah, did and you, did I get you talk no to her? credit for that. I, I get no credit you for that. You get credit. Well, get, no, no, it's calendar Howard, year 2023, my friend. Calendar year Howard, 2023. You don't even, Pay up for this year. You don't even... T- Shut up, you fucking monkey. <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth up. <laughs> Shut those big fucking teeth up. Michael, Michael, okay, can't I we all get along? Calm down. I spanked that pimple-ridden ass. I spanked that pimple Ridden ass, you ugly, stinking monkey. If I, if I want to well, grab all a right. kid, I'll I put think my hand Mike, around your throat. Mike is not going to play cock versus sausage. But the good news Howard. is I'm hearing what? from other celebrities. I heard from Prince Harry and Meghan Markle just the <laughs> other day. They're considering it. And uh, I thought Mike was going to step up. Uh, Gary, listen, he doesn't want to lose to you in this competition. I'm sure of that. Yeah. I, and I maybe there's, you it know, would be embarrassing for him. Howard, I here's what I'll offer to you, okay? And this no, is no, one thing, my wife. Sh- shut your fucking teeth, okay? Shut those fucking big teeth. Shut those fucking lips. Put a pull the curtain down. Pull the curtain down over the teeth, okay? The lips Michael, of the Michael, curtain. Calm down. Fucking, calm down. I'm in the middle of my workout. You're lying on my name. You're not giving me the credit for participating in a painting, a dick painting, and spanking Richard's ass. <laughs> but, okay. By the way, Howard, can I tell you something else? Where Mike, where Michael reneges on stuff, like he, uh, he, he and Rasan have challenged each other to a one-on-one basketball game. This oh, went yeah. back like six years ago. Michael never seems to be able to find the time because he knows Rasan's going to kick the shit out of him. It's a dumb. It's now, a dumb bet. Rasan's, Rasan's broken. He's a broken down fucking old it, guy. I, with, so I, then, what are you waiting kids. for? We've been talking about this for six years. You're such a fucking athlete. Do it. Now you're shifting the fucking. Now you're shifting to one on ones and all that stuff. I'm. T- I'm talking about. I'm just pointing right, Mike, out so that Mike, a pattern, Mike, pattern. Mike, you are out. Mike is out. That's it. I'm accepting Mike. Here's what I'm saying. offering, Howard. Can I make you my offer? This is what I'll Go participate ahead. in. If you guys pay for my Uber, if you pay for my Uber, because I'm, I'm sick and tired of spending. We're on. Well, that's right. not going to happen. We can't afford our Uber on this show. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, but all right. Let's let me hear the offer. JD, we will pay give for you a ride. Yeah, we'll I'll have JD pick you up. Okay, fine. I will be a supervising producer that day. I will supervise. Ah, that's okay. That's okay, Mike. Okay. Uh, we don't need you. You're going to miss out on a big event. That's, uh, that's we don't need okay. a supervisor. Okay, we have a lot of producers. Off my, it's no more skin off my teeth, Howard, that I can't right. put my hand in a bucket of dicks, okay? It's not, it's like not a bucket of dicks. Something. It's not a bucket of dicks. It's, it's two like, dicks and what three sausages. It's a table. It's a, a couple table. of sausage three. on a table and a couple of dicks on a table. And you you'll touch grab them and something and you'll Mike, tell you us you, whether it's and a you're dick wearing or Mike. sausage. You were yeah, in New York in just, the 80s. I'm pretty sure you already had your hand in a bucket of dicks. Jesus Christ. Ooh, whoa, Ooh, gee. Uh, come on, that's uncalled for. Even that, but that's all it's about. uncalled for. Look, uh, yeah. so I don't times. My offer. my offer is my offer. I don't know what more mm. I can do. I don't know what more I can do. My wife not, is absolutely offer. positively not. Mike, that's Mike, not you're a uh, offer. It's not like you're just doing me a you, favor. Mike, uh, your wife is on the phone. Hi, Mrs. Rappaport. What's up? You fuck. You fire crotch fuck. Did I give you permission to call today? 
You fuck, you fucking motherfuck. Michael, well, listen, can you fucking I, hear I, me? You said, you said I couldn't do it. You, 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 you Did said I give you permission to, hey, hey, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Did I give you permission to call today? No. Get your ass off the phone, you fuck. Get your ass off the phone, you fuck. You want to use the phone, you ask daddy's permission first, you fucking fuck. You understand me? Can, 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 I, can I use the phone? I say jump, you say how high fuck face, you fuck. You understand? You Don't say think who the fuck I say- you make me. You make Will Smith look like a man, you fuck. You understand me? Put your balls back in my purse where they belong, you fucking fuck you. You understand me? Mrs. Rappaport. Mrs. Rappaport, I I have to just tell you, I don't want to get Michael in trouble. I I reached out to him. I wanted to know if he was going to do the sausage versus cock. I mean, please don't punish him. Don't, don't, you know, don't make him miserable. Excuse me. Excuse me. This is between me and my husband. Okay, I'll do respect, Howard. Okay, I'll do respect. You fucking fuck. Give me those scrawny balls, you cunt. Michael, do you hear me? What? You fucking hear me right now. You know, when you married Michael. Excuse me. Excuse me. You orangutan fuck. You. (laughs) You know, a lot of times when a guy, like I know how Mike treats Gary and he he bullies him sometimes. Um, they say he's having, you know, he's being bullied at home. It sounds like uh, I mean, you're a lovely woman. Don't I, I, you know, you're, you're fabulous. She's not you're a gorgeous. lovely woman. Excuse not, Howard. Excuse me. I'll spit on your balloon knot, you fucking animal, Michael. You understand okay. me? All right. Okay. <laughs> Look, I don't think it's right you comment on the guy's relationship. That's something that he right. has right. to Thank work you. out for himself. Thank you. That's right. Well, yeah. hold on a second. I ran it up the flag. Mrs. Rappaport, thank you. Uh, you do Howard, sound thank lovely. You, Howard, thank you so much. You know, I'm, I, I love you, Howard. And permission first, you little cuck fuck. You understand? And, and I'll tell you what, I see a lot. Uh, Michael uh, sounds, um, I see where he gets his his energy and his <laughs> anger. You're a very interesting woman. Thank you. You want to squeeze Mike's balls? They're in my fucking purse, Howard. All right. Thank oh. you. That's <laughs> Well, Mike. <laughs> Uh, I got to go, and so do you. We understand. Goodbye. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> Later. Bye. Bye. Okay, get off. I'm getting off. <laughs> All right, he's out. I guess he didn't, you know, I guess that reputation would be tarnished if he touched yeah. the cock. Yeah. A lot of guys, well, you know. I, again, we see who's in charge of that family. He's always giving me a hard time that I'm this and I'm that. And at the end of the day, we see he's pussy whipped. It's okay. It happens. Half the staff is. Uh, people wrote. <laughs> By the way, October. I will tell you this. This was a. I, I learned this this morning. October is not only being celebrated here. It got a shout out this week for, on Real Time with Bill Maher on HBO. Did you guys really? hear this? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. You so you heard it, Richard? Yeah. Somebody told me about it. and I saw it. It was great. 
There you go. Here is the mention. New rule, let October be October. Stop calling it Rocktober, Glocktober, Socktober, Walktober, Mocktober, Cocktober. I say we call this month. Well, that's Howard Stern. I say we call this the one thing it has become. Hot as fucktober. Maybe that's only on the West Coast. I don't know. It's very hot out here. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Cocktober getting a big reaction. <laughs> well, he put up a big sign said Cocktober. So mm-hmm. that Cocktober always that's gets hot. a laugh. You that's know that. Hot. Yeah, we all love Cocktober. Are you stroking your cock? Come on, baby. How big is your cock? Let's see those things. Oh, you've got a beautiful cock. And see some penis tricks. I put garlic on my cock. Young hot cocks turn me on. Right. All right. There you go. All right. Anyway, I got to get out of here. Got a busy day. Very, so very busy. The, the, the contest is on. We're just trying to find contestants. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We got contestants, but we wanted to get some celebrity in. You know who I'm thinking maybe? And it wasn't my idea, but um, I saw one of the listeners was up there on the phone with it. And maybe it's a good idea. We got to go to Eric Andre because, you know. Eric Andre or Johnny Knoxville? Well, Johnny will play. Yeah, Johnny yeah. would have no hesitation whatsoever. Even Eric Andre might be uptight, but, uh, you know, Eric might do it. But Johnny Knoxville would not shy away from touching one of those cops. No. Oh, that would be something. <laughs> anyway. In fact, I'd be afraid for Johnny to play. <laughs> yeah. He'd be up to hijinks of his own. Oh, yeah. He'd be massaging those people. Those guys would come if Johnny played. <laughs> you know who might be up for Dave Grohl? He's on uh, Saturday Night Live this week with the Foo Fighters. He oh. might. He might. You know. Good luck with that, though. But anyway. um <laughs> All right, that's it. We're going to call it a day. Tomorrow, John Stamos promoting his book. Uh, Wednesday, uh, speaking of October, Ronnie, Robin, and comedian Chris DeStefano play the guessing game, What's My Freaky Fetish? Yes. Chris DeStefano. Yeah. 